city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zendane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 49. Yes, so when last we left our heroes, you had killed Gadron Lamb. You had killed the horrible plague demon that Gadron Lamb became. Yay! And you had found all the necessary components for the cure to the blood veil. That's exactly the reason to play. Also unleashed the fury of a dark goddess upon the city. Well, yes. Well, she tried. She'd failed, but yeah. she tried. Yeah, yeah, there was a couple of minutes yeah. of pure hell there. And then the gods, the good gods went, Oi, you! Stop cheating! So, where we have ended off is you had a meeting and a debrief with Queen Iliosa and Tanith and Sabrina and Chrysidia mm-hmm. um, to go over what you had discovered, how the cure for the blood veil works, um, all that sort of thing. Uh, Tanith has sent off the doctor's mask to his apprentice to be ID'd. That should happen fairly shortly. We jumped ahead and completed the roles for um, how long it would take you guys to finish the cure to the blood veil and establish that that was going to be basically a day. Oh, hell. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's finishing off the work you've done. It's not. Uh, it's not creating a magic potion that cures it. Sure. Um, so that day, that time presently hasn't happened yet because we just want to jump ahead and get the rolling done. Yeah. Um, so at present, you are either still in or just finishing up this meeting with um, Iliosa, who has given people a large list of instructions. Uh, she has requested and required that everybody keep Dr. Rainier's identity and therefore the Temple of Urgothor under the hospice and all that sort of thing secret, mm-hmm. uh, at least for the moment. Uh, Cressidia Croft wasn't thrilled with that. No. Um, Octavia Mandravius was requested to come and heal the heels of heroes of Corvosa with some of her restoration spells. <laughs> and then she gave Silver a funny eye. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I've still got it in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Yeah. Mm. And. And you're a pretty boy. <laughs> <laughs> then the GM completely whuffed his math on how many people you'd saved. Uh, not that it oh. madly matters. On our favor or as our disadvantage? Uh, to your massive detriment. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, we weren't I, so much of a hero as we thought we were. No, no, no. Uh, quite the opposite. Oh. You're, you have saved more people than I credited you for last oh, week. Oh, okay. Sweet. Um, but um, I will Some tell people you. went to Flora and went, oh, so you mean it's, it's just a cough but not the blood veil. I will <laughs> tell you that one later. Um, so for the moment, I think, unless anyone has anything else they want to do in this meeting immediately, um, 
then um, Iliosa will issue Sabrina and Croft and Tanith a bunch of marching orders and off they go um, and she will go off and start organising things uh, she, Cressidia and Sabrina probably aren't that invested in this but she and Tanith are coming back here in about an hour and a half to mm. get the info dumped from his apprentice on mm. what the masks are once they're ID'd because it takes an hour to ID them so what, we're hanging around here? Totally up to you. I, I mean, know, we should. You can find out what it is. You can piss off and go do something else in an hour and a half. If you're not interested, you don't have to come back. Or, um... Uh, I imagine, Lucy, you're probably the exception to this because you'll be... I don't think Iliosa would literally order you to do it, but it's very strongly implied that yeah. what you should do is go off with Dr. Albrecht and, and Z now and yeah. go and start fucking working on this cure. Yeah, that's exactly what I would do. We'd really appreciate it if your alchemy skills were alchemying with us. So, who's yes. around an hour and a half or later? Cool. You come back into the same meeting room. Um, there are three people sitting there. Or well, three people will come in. Iliosa, Tanith in his majestic robes and finery, and another young man in his majestic robes and finery. Yeah. He's wearing a black wizarding robe mm. um, with sort of very faint outlines of what might be elven branches or sort of an elegant elven tree imagery over it, but just sewn in with the finest silver so they're barely visible. Mm. Sounds like and it is, of course, Griforial. <laughs> oh, oh, no, Grif is a wizard now. Would you like a sister? He's got, he's he's got so yes, many sunny <laughs> employments. <laughs> the clinic and the paladin can't say. Blinded oh, by the light. Much better. Ah! <laughs> Just move the problem. There's so from. much I can do here. <laughs> yeah. Is there a second pillow? <laughs> Possibly. Uh, I thought gonna... they might be. <laughs> it's going to go away soon. It will, but in the meantime, we'll have a blinded cleric. I would like to curse the day star, but since that's currently the person I'm getting my powers from... I was going to say that's your goddess. I can curse the day star. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Don't be day star. I can't say that at the moment. Go away. <laughs> Two of us, we've got a whole day. Yeah. <laughs> Desna's like, oh, that fucking sun. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the fucking sun? Frickin' Who gets what up at dawn? <laughs> what are you doing, Saren Ray? Calm down. <laughs> so, you're introduced to uh, Tanith. Gestures to my young apprentice, Griforial Sunleaf. And Griff walks in and smiles round at everyone, claps his hands together, rubs them and says, Right! I've got this plan all sorted out, I know exactly what this is. 
then takes off. He's got literally the conical wizard hat. On. Oh, okay. Takes it off and sweeps in and bows majestically at Iliosa, you know, giving her a very low bow. Uh, my most esteemed uh, royal majesty, <laughs> Queen Iliosa. Oh. How many people are rolling their eyes at this? Well, he somehow becomes Kate. I'm jumping into the river. <laughs> Tanith is much too socially disciplined to roll his eyes at this. <laughs> but internally, you can see it happening. Oh, I bet he's trying to figure out a way of flirting with the queen. And Iliosa <laughs> smiles at him and waits for a moment. And, then, and what is it? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Good question. Clever question. I uh, see. Master Tanith has been teaching me his exotic wizardry ways and using the arcane powers of the cosmos, my ability to interpret the flows of magic. And those who are watching will literally see Tanith make this little gesture where he twirls his fingers slightly with a, you know, move along, move along. And, and this little, you know, slight slit of the throat. No, stop what you're doing. Move the fucking <laughs> oh, Right, up. Uh, as you'd assessed, uh, the Bladebringer's mask uh, it does provide does does provide some legitimate purpose in protecting the we're in protecting the wearer from a variety of airborne diseases somewhat. Uh, these ones have been specifically configured to grant immunity to the blood veil. Oh, and uh, for some reason, he says and looks blankly at well, looks quizzically at Tanner. Uh, they seem to have been built with the spell undetectable alignment in them. Knew it, knew it. Silver silent because knew it. Yeah, clever. Or rather, sorry. Um, technically speaking, they're built with a mis- a spell called misdirection, which redirects your read onto something else instead. In this case, it literally directs it onto the mask, because the mask itself is not evil. Yeah. Okay. So you read a completely inanimate object and get back, yeah, it's it's neutral. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure what difference that makes, but there we are. Same, same. Yeah. It's probably the object version of, of misdirection. Yeah, the, the slight differences with misdirection, you could actually make yourself appear as good if you were so inclined, but you yeah. need something that was good aligned to yeah. things off. I think the idea is that you probably can't hide your alignment on an item. Mm. Uh, in any case, um, he says. So, why do the queen's physicians have? Uh, why do the queen's physicians have masks that prevent their alignment from being detected? I mean, looks at the the faces rather. I probably don't need to know this, huh? <laughs> but I, I guess it's important that you know this, so that you can take appropriate actions. He says as he looks significantly at Garin. And nods. <laughs> and then goes back to smiling at Iliosa. And Tanith looks at him. Iliosa looks at him. He smiles at both of them. Thank you, Graforiel. I think that will be all. <laughs> Iliosa looks at Yes. My apprentice, if you would. Oh! Caught your most noble, esteemed majesty, and comes round as if he's going to kiss her hand, 
And as he puts his hand out, Tanith steps, literally stands up out of his chair and takes Griff's hand and says, yes, thank you, and shakes it and leads him to the door. And thank you for your time and assistance. Because <laughs> he can't slap it because it's his apprentice. He's yeah. going to show that he's... And his nephew twice removed. Yes. Tarot is so glad he doesn't have to put up with this shit anymore. <laughs> Wow. Silver is dying inside. <laughs> Tanith turns and gives the this, the slightest little wince on his face and says, He has a lot to learn about high wizardry. But uh, nonetheless, I'm sure his identification is correct. Uh, that is what the mask is. I think we could thereby safely assume that it wasn't their alignment to the forces of their, their instinct towards the forces of chaos that certain physicians were trying to hide. It does mean, however, that we should be able to tell physici- any, the, the physicians apart, those that have these special masks have likely been informed of their purposes if some of them haven't. So, i.e., if there's Queen's physicians there that aren't wearing these special enchanted masks, it's probably because they don't know they need them. So are they going to cast Identify on every single mask, or now that they know that there's a misdirection, they can well, identify that? Well, no, the, the, the easier solution... Um, Just go around to detect, detect, magic. detect magic on all, oh, all yeah, the yeah. physicians. Anybody who goes, you're yeah, out. But like, do, do these masks, are these masks supposed to have um, magic on them, no. or are they supposed no, to... No, they're not. They're supposed to be mundane items. Okay. So that's pretty straightforward. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Technically speaking, that test doesn't rule out the another position having a different magical mask. But, but at that, that point, at you that can point arrest him, and um, then he. Yeah, can if he says, "I swear to God, my mask is only you know filled with cat's grace," <laughs> then they can cast identify on his mask. Well, the wire physician needs a mask so with cat's grace. Griff is Tenet's secret apprentice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the masks are all um, are all immune to blood veils specifically and hide alignment. Well, nice. essentially hide alignment. Misdirect oh, right. alignment. Misdirection, which yeah. means that it detects the alignment of something else around the place that which is the, the helmet. Right. All right. So nice. that probably answers that. Yeah. Uh, if there's anything anyone desperately wants to do with that information, Iliosa will issue Tanith with some more instructions that largely entail go check out all the physicians, any of them that have magic masks on, they're going to ja- they're going in the jail first. Yeah. So we're still in the throne room. Yeah. Just, just yeah. 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 You left that meeting for about an hour and a bit. And Griff was Griff awkward as hell with his identification and lingered his eyes too long on the Queen and Tamith was all like, move it along. <laughs> Yeah. And Tanith listens to these instructions, you know, nods, I will see to it at once. I will see to it at once, Your Majesty. Bowles um, takes her hand and kisses it much more swiftly. Yeah. Um, she smiles slightly at him. And again, I apologize for my apprentice, but he cannot be faulted for the effect you have on young man. Smiles at her and <laughs> departs out the door and you know, sort, of, sort of shrugs slightly. At least Griff wasn't trying to kill me. That's a plus. <laughs> She's having a bad year. Yeah. She is. It's been like this since she got it, got the throne, so... That's kind of what I mean about the bad year. Poor girl. Alright. So, Lucy, Zebo, and Dr. Albrick are working as fast as they can on the cure. Um, that You've literally got a couple of servants and guards and functionaries with you just to 
do whatever the fuck it is you want them to do, including go and get you lunch and all that sort oh, of thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. You've got oh, menus. Minions. You've got close to evil. You've got a couple of Grey Maiden guards because the Queen absolutely can't afford to have the three of you killed. Why would I be joining them? Oh, yeah, you were there as well, weren't you? But I figured one of us should Yeah, be although you, it's probably different. Like, I think there's, like, alchemical stages and healing stages. Yeah, yeah but she can help with that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, heal is, is functionally the knowledge diseases skill. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, so you are basically given whatever the hell you It's all the bits of the party that have functional disease curing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, then, and then the rest of us. <laughs> and given that you've got a couple of palace servants there, they see nothing at all amiss with, you know, let me get you some lunch, Miss Lucy, you know, what what would Miss Lucy like? Cake? Yes. You seem to be ten pounds light. <laughs> yes, you seem to have some uh, ribs poking out. Today is today's special them. is the lobster with butter. <laughs> I give them very specific instructions to what kind of food and a drink to get yep. from very specific places. Yep. Make sure they add extra fat onto that fat. <laughs> one of them one of them says to Z uh, um, perhaps you wouldn't care for a cigar, Mr. Mr. Pinkerling? Oh, uh, no, 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 I, I don't, uh, no, that's an alchemical uh, smell, if you're smelling anything at all, which you're not. Yeah, he's going to wait till Lucy goes to bed, and then he's going to get in there. And then he's going to say, yeah, I don't smoke, but could you get me a cigar? Because I need it for an alchemical <laughs> experiment. And, yeah. Specifically for this, right. Dr. Woolbrook looks like he's very comfortable ordering minions around. Yeah. And it's just coffee, endless coffee. Please keep it coming. Yeah. Uh, and a dish of string beans. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> string beans, that's very Boring. specific. Mm. Organic vegan springs. Spring. Oh, wow. He's one of these guys. And coffee. Right. Black is as Modius as heart. Yep, yep. <laughs> that's exactly what he orders. Coffee is black as his Modius. Oh my god. No wonder Taylor likes them. <laughs> oh my god. I wonder if they sit around and Hey, let's not forget, poetry. this is a guy who killed himself to save Lucy's mother. Exactly. Yeah, we have to have respect. Even yeah. or not, he's a badass. And, and at some point while you're talking to me, you see there, you know, eating his string beans, you know, looks at what you've got, Lucy, with your cakes and pies and donuts yeah. and things. And he says, you know, you seem a little, you seem a little underweight, but... I assume this isn't your usual diet. It's okay to celebrate now and then. Uh, but if you yeah. eat like that every day, it'll probably kill you. And I oh, can wait. now assure you from personal experience that's a very odd sensation. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, and... So the city flies very quietly into motion as a bunch of people start going around and doing things without really telling anyone what the hell they're doing, because none of this is getting publicised yet. Um, and... And I think, um, as the less immediately useful people, Silver, Garin, and I are available to do 
whatever needs doing that can be done by someone who doesn't have special yeah. disease yeah. powers. I think I think it which will direct Gar into bits that are violently contagious, <laughs> I, I, and Silver and I will do the non-violently contagious. Yeah, if, the heavily non-violently. If you want to volunteer with assisting, you can. But uh, Eliosa is also more than happy if you guys just want to sack out in the palace and rest. Oh yeah, that's like a good you've point. already done all the hard bits. That, did we? We went, but we did go home and sleep, so we're not like super sleep deprived. No, I want to. I want to help out. Because we slept last night, so it's not like we're still... Because we were too exhausted after we did, like, three boss battles in quick succession. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was intense. And then we had to try and get get rid of some plagues and things. And I up. love the fact that you have removed disease. I'm rejoicing in my lack of blood veil. <laughs> <laughs> it's really great not having blood veil. I think I still have it, don't I? No, we cured... Um, we, we cured... So I, I think we've cured... We've effectively cured everybody. I can, okay. I can cast it twice a day. Yeah, yeah you've, so. you've now hit the point where curing the party is really easy because you need like four of you to get infected before it becomes any sort of obstacle to you. Yeah, so yeah. I'm pretty confident because so we used party. yeah because we used our <laughs> potions and scrolls and things on people. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, it's no, a- I think we we actually still both have it today. That's right, we have both have it today, but she oh, cure us yeah. both tomorrow. So and I assume. Um, I assume at some point Flora will probably stop using all of her third little spell slots for remove disease, but probably not any time immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I imagine once she knows that both the city and the Shawanta have it under, yep. under control, so she doesn't have to go anywhere to, yep. to, hit, to hit, remove disease, then she can take it down to one. Garen is a dwarf with um, endurance, so... But and we cut to the sun moving across the sky and as it starts to hit evening you know we see Dr. Albrick uh, Z, Lucy and Flora all gathered round some beakers Eureka we've got it yeah. mm-hmm. uh, at which point uh, word of this is very hastily taken back to the palace where you guys literally are anyway you're in a room in the palace doing this work and people are all assembled together again that very evening to um, discuss what happens next. Uh, so this is mostly info dump at this point. I can give it to you from various characters, or I can just tell you what's happening and what it entails. Just mm-hmm. tell us. Mm. Okay. So first of all, uh, Doctor Albrick confirms, uh, and you guys as well, that basically based on the notes, based on the work you've done. The blood veil is now a curable disease. Um, What the cure for it entails is taking a variety of blood transfusions from healthy individuals, uh, and it's a matter of assessing any given individual's blood to see how healthy they are and how helpful they're going to be. Again, based on the notes, Varesians are likely to be better than anything else. Um, So when that happens, it's not a matter of a simple injection. You need to bring people into a hospital of some kind and give them a string of ongoing blood transfusions because, and, and Flora, this is you know part your part actually your thoughts that you're putting into this as well, so you know very well how this all works. You can't just pump people full of someone else's blood and call it a day. You need to transfuse it in a bit of time so their own system can catch up with it. Uh, You've also, you're also replicating that, um, part of your cure is replicating that strange soapstone stuff that Black Mosca had that masks the symptoms. Um, 
It's not a cure, but used in combination with the transfusions means people will stop feeling the ill effects and people will stop dying, which yeah. is a pretty good deal across the board. Uh, the, the estimate is basically somebody who is particularly strong can probably recover from this within a day, like a day's worth of transfusions will fix them. Someone who is particularly weak uh, might take something in the neighbourhood of, of weeks. Uh, so the blood veil is cured, but it's not going anywhere in a hurry. Uh, the good news, however, is as long as the systems are set in place that you can catch people when they're infected with it, and the one good thing about it is that the symptoms are pretty damn obvious, almost like the plague was deliberately designed to be visible, mm. um, then this should more... You will probably have several more people die over the next couple of days while the system gets set up, um, but that'll be it for people dying from the blood veil. That's good to hear. Um, and then there's a lot of debate about what happens next and that sort of thing. Um, so, Iliosa is going to leave the Hospice of the Blessed Maiden open. Um, they have removed and arrested a bunch of physicians from it. Mm-hmm. Um, she is, at this at present, unsure what she's actually going to do with them. She can't try them, because um, then she'd have to reveal what they were on trial for. Mm-hmm. Certainly not right this moment. Yeah. Um, and, um... This one. With these cures, with this cure system in place, we'll need people... We'll need people who are prepared to give us healthy blood transfusions. We'll need people who are prepared, and we'll need people prepared to come to the hospice and stay there for as many days as it takes to get the cure. The city will take care of the costs associated with it, but it's a matter of public perception. If the information about Dr. Rainier and the Queen's physicians come out, people are going to start avoiding the hospitals. And so she reinforces her directive again that uh, in fact, at this point, she will tell you that the the story is Dr. Rainier died of the plague. How sad, what a vague hero he was in a way that we won't really spend any significant time acknowledging. So they're not going to acknowledge that he was a villain? No. Nope. In fact, they're going to deliberately cover it up. Okay. Right. Jack will propose keeping it a secret while the plague is in full swing and letting people know once things die down. On the ex- with the explicit argument that because it's not, in, there are people who know. If it comes out later, yep. it will do more damage to Eliosa's reign than if it comes out sooner. Yeah, yep. there's a bit of muttering and debate about when would be the appropriate time because it'll only really be after you've cleared out the blood veil altogether. Yep. And you know, would sitting on it be too late? And rah rah rah. And Eliosa sort of mumbles, mutters, thinks about it, and says, "Well." That will have to be that will have to be another day's decision. We'll leave the option open, however. Cool. Uh, and the other bit that is probably of interest to you, uh, Iliosa uh, definitely requests rather than requires that you all attend a ceremony early um, mid morning tomorrow a public ceremony to be presented with uh, 
acclamation suitable to your heroism is the way she phrases it, without actually telling you exactly what's going to happen. But it's some sort of medal ceremony, ideally. Um, several people are... This is literally... She is going to make a public announcement that the blood veil is cured. She is also going to do a public presentation to you at the same time. Uh, and several other people have also been summoned to that, and she will literally hand you all at some point in here, she's had made up a fine, filigreed, formal invitation to this event. Silver, she hands one to you and hands you a second one, uh, which is marked with Dakota's name. Ooh. And is sealed, but presumably contains more or less the same information. Hmm. Awesome! Nakoda's getting an arm. That's what we need. You can bring your boyfriend. Yes! Um, so, you are getting... You you are getting some sort of honour. Um, other people are getting another separate honour, uh, which she passes out to assorted people in front of you, so you more or less see who's coming. That would be Ashani Dutri for the Church of Avadar. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently now Captain Rosalie Visky promoted up oh. in the Grey Maidens. Oh. Uh, Lieutenant Raul Soldado of the Sable Guard. Someone you don't know named Knight Hulst of the Hell Knights, who presumably acquitted himself very heroically. Um, and Iliosa says, I understand that we do not I do understand that we do not want the reasons for Nakota's contribution known that the enemies of the city that came were shown to me. I suggest we simply award him for for assisting in defending the city from the threat of enemies rising up against it, and let others draw the likely conclusion that he was in the grave in the grey with the others. Yeah, it's probably for best. As long as you know the truth. I do. Alright, and then... We come to the last thing, which there will be a lengthy debate about, which is the quarantine of Old Corvosa is not going to end imminently, because the problem is that if they bring it down, then the amount of people who've got Blood Veil are going to exceed their resources to actually deal with it, and it's going to start spreading through the city again. It's so it's staying up elastically until the situation is sufficiently under until Iliosa deems the situation is sufficiently under control. Are they going to be filtering people from all corridors through though? But they're going to be building. Hospices. They're going to put one of the hospices in. They're, they're literally going to put in one hospice where it is. Yeah. Um, one in Old Corvosa, and the other one probably up around the academy where it's doing the heights and that sort of thing. Um, so the people in Old Corvosa will receive, receive the same treatment as everyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iliosa is also effectively offering them tax refunds for anyone who's donating. Yeah. Um, which is Tanith's economic stimulus plan because fantasy <laughs> economics and things. Yeah, that's how it works. But, but, put more dollar notes. But basically, if you're a citizen, we'll actually give you tax rebates to come and donate blood. Sweet. to the church so that um, you're incentivized to actually do it and so that you've got some money because you obviously you're in a bad economic situation but that quarantine is not going down uh, yes but <coughs> we can now go over there and say <coughs> we wanted to <coughs> We've got the uh, there's still a quarantine so we can go over there but we can't come back until we prove that we're not Yes, Correct. But we can go yeah. over there and now that now that we've dealt with the blood veil and yeah. the vampire go, problem, we can go over there and stay. Going in there. and out of Corvosa is quite possible as long as you're not sick. 
it's going to take you about six days additional to anything else you're doing, three days waiting in quarantine, three days waiting to get out of quarantine at the other end, when you exit Old Corvosa again, which is kind of a massive pain in the ass, but... Um, That's what happens. Yeah, it, it is accessible, and of course, now if you show your signs of having blood veil while you're in quarantine instead of dying, they take you to you know, the hospice and start curing you. Ah, rather than taking you to somebody who to get murdered. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think that's the broad info dump there. Uh, basically, so they're setting up these hospices. Tanith has already got bits of this in place already. Uh, the Church of Asmodeus is going to take charge of what they call the blood giving, the um, taking and storing of the healthy blood, the transferring, that sort of thing. Um, and... How much blood do they need for this transfusion? As much as they can get. Yeah. Okay, but how much does a person need? Um, eight points at least. <laughs> Several different blood transfusions, mm-hmm. so quite a lot. Yeah, you're probably starting to exceed my medical knowledge there. Okay, so it's it's not a. They, uh, if you if yeah. you look at the amount that you get, have you done? Have you donated blood? Yes, I have. So it's a moderate it's amount. It's a liter. Yeah. So a number of those. Yeah. Okay. Enough so as they need, uh, they, they probably need about 20% of Corvosa's populace to come to the party and actually donate blood mm. in order to keep up with the numbers of blood veil you've got. As the blood veil begins to decrease in spread, then that should become less. And eventually, this those hospices will just be dissolved again because they'll be unnecessary at that point. And if and when blood mail crops up, it's going to be in one or two cases, as opposed to an epidemic. Mm. And of course, now they have a cure for it, you just go to the doctors and get cured. And of course, um, remove diseases and all that sort of thing will still work on it, but they're not economically viable. Yeah, but... Um, However, uh, by by midday tomorrow, the market for highly inflated disease potions is going to collapse. The bubble is going to burst. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to sell them off for profit, you now have a small opportunity yeah. to do some no, insider trading. All, we used all ours on vulnerable civilians. Yeah. Uh, but Flora can go through and find people in the hospices who are at risk of snuffing it and remove disease on them and reduce the hospice's resources. Only two a day, but that's still pretty good. Yeah. of blood, so that's helpful. <laughs> the most immune blood in the world. <laughs> yeah, but does the blessing of Starin really stay with the blood or stay with the paladin? It stays with the paladin, but at least he'll be clean well, when it goes out of yeah. the yeah. But but I imagine that Garen's blood is not would not divine pass on his divine immunities to anyone else. But it's got to be quite good, healthy blood because he's an yeah. icon, strapping young dwarf. Yeah, yeah. Question: and we, Can we can we like jiggy the system where we can put two needles in you, one in, one out, and just pass all blood? Be a little blood purifier. So, so Saturday says no. So just just to be clear, Sylvia, your plan is that you want him strapped up in the Church of Asmodeus in an operation that your mother is in personal charge of. He wants to make Garen into a dwarven liver. Yeah. yeah. I see this ending in a very Dragon Age scenario. Yeah. yeah. It's quite evil. Do you kill Garen and doom the city or leave him to suffer? He'll be fine. He's immune to disease. Right, anyway, moving hastily out. and indeed extremely rapidly along. <laughs> <coughs> I nearly had a, a, a cure for blood valve before it happened. Um, <laughs> ginger crunch? Ginger crunch? Yeah. Yep. Sitting up on top of my foot. Would anybody like a piece of ginger crunch? Is this a trick question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
answer is Every yes. fourth piece of ginger crunch has chili in it. <laughs> oh. I like those yeah. eggs. Yes, give me four of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she wanted the chili. Oh, it's going to be the chili bullet incident all over again. I love chili. I, I, I don't know if you've seen those those um, games they've got with it. We at some point somebody gave me chili Russian roulette. Oh, okay. twelve chocolates. Yeah, uh, eleven of them are proline, one of them is super hot chili. Thank oh, you. would you like a little sure. one, Susan? Yeah, yeah. And so you you draw them at uh, random and see who gets the hot bullet. Yeah. And because we weren't idiots, we just like cracked them very slightly to see what was in them before we ate them. Uh-huh. And then I had a friend who was an idiot. Um, who found the one that was chilly and said, I can totally eat that. I'm not a chilly wuss like the rest of you guys. We uh. said, sure, buddy. You you, you go nuts. I mean, nom, 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 nom. Ha, 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 you guys suck so much. You're not a, you're not a real man like me. You're just all pussies. I'm sitting here eating my hard chilly bullet and I'm all, ha, 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 Runs off to the tap. <laughs> Oh god, the water's making it worse! <laughs> <laughs> That's oh exactly god. the type of person who needs to get the chili. Mm. And we all laughed at his expense. Yeah. No, it's also after five, I love this story, after five minutes running around in circles screaming, tipping water on myself and so on, so I thought, he carried back, sat down and said, right, give me the other half. Because we broke them all in half to see what was in them. Yeah, yeah. So we broke them in half. He ate half the chili bullet, then ran around looking at me. Ah, 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 ah. Oh god, it's wearing off. Okay, give me the other half. <laughs> yeah, Sigh. Everyone has one of those friends. High entertainment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. No. No, I didn't. It's just guys. Every guy has one of those friends. <laughs> I hung out with enough guys. (laughs) I had a lot of guy friends. None of them were like that. (laughs) I had a lot of guy friends. There was a few of them. Oh, but I bet they had a guy friend. (laughs) No. Also. I want some. Nobody Uh, gave me any. Oh. oh. And we're back down to level five. (laughs) Nah, still just just Susan. (laughs) Join me back in level five. Nah, sorry, Susan, you lose another level. (laughs) (laughs) Extra big piece of ginger crunch for the GM, and we're a level of save. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm level five again. Yeah. <laughs> for a second there, I thought we were... Than on the nose, given he made it for him not to have any. Yeah, for a second there, I thought we were playing Munchkin. I don't know if it counts, given I made the ginger crunch. <laughs> I think it definitely counts negatively if you don't get to have any. I agree. I'm not saying it, it doesn't necessarily get us levels, but it prevents us from losing them, which is the <laughs> most important thing of all. All right. I believe that settles everything for the moment, if there's nothing further... We'll be working, Tanith and I will probably be working closely together for the rest of the night on this, but um, on the other hand, we didn't spend yesterday fighting some sort of giant fly cloud emitting demon. Not why fun. Don't, why don't you go home, get a good night's rest, and I'll see you at the foot of the castle stairs tomorrow morning. Thanks, Your Majesty. Take care. I'm try and get some sleep at some point. You deserve it too. Yeah. Croft looks envious. What is the sleep? I thought Croft hated split sleep. No, no she just no, she's she just, she's just, she's just yeah. a workaholic, so yeah. she doesn't sleep when the city is in crisis. I miss sleep. <laughs> sleep? Why don't I just get cures of, of 
Yeah, leisure restoration is not a substitute for sleep. <laughs> okay. And so, people go home, you pass another night of very pleasant dreams. Oh, first, I have a little light letter to give to the coder. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to make a scene of that? Would you just want I, to? I just want to know what his reaction is. Um, he looks surprised, then kind of delighted, then kind of surprised again. <laughs> I'll explain to him that um, they had to keep it a secret yep. that there was an invasion, but yep. they're, they're wanting to honour the fact that you protected the city. Yeah. Um, and that's what this is about. So they're going to give a medal to a Shante in front of everyone? Oh, I've got to be there for that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Just so they know the, 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 the scope of this. <laughs> I think you meant awkward. <laughs> no, awesome. Uh, I'm still going with awkward as well. I'm wearing my pretty noble... I'm wearing my pretty Fox Noble outfit. <laughs> Alright. <coughs> and so, there are criers out the previous night um, and that morning to say that Queen Iliosa will be giving a royal proclamation outside Castle Corvosa at about 10 o'clock the next morning. Um, <coughs> you are all there, bright and sparkling early, um, and a large crowd is gathering. As large, in fact, as the crowd that we're here to see Trinius of War get executed. Oh. Yeah. And we remember how well that went. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, bright side if Blackjack blows up, at least we don't have an execution going on that we're concerned about happening. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully that he, she will, will respect us enough to let us get to the... They. <laughs> they. Yeah. Anyway. It's another one of those everyone who's anyone is here for this. Yeah. With the exception of the House Arcona. Who are conspicuously completely and utterly absent. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're in quarantine. Yeah. Yeah, that's what she's saying it is. Mm. <laughs> that's um, kind of nice though. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm, I'm for Arcona free parties. <laughs> mm, yeah. Lucy doesn't miss things. <laughs> Iliosa has come the full queen in her crimson red giant yeah. dress. She has the crown on with the big ruby in it. Tanith is all dressed in all of his finery. Uh, Griff is there. It's Tuesday, Tanith. (laughs) Griff is there in all his um, civilian finery. He's not dressed. He's not playing wizard today, so he's not dressed in his mad wizard robes. (laughs) Um, Remember, it's based on his intelligence. What? His wizarding ability is based on his intelligence. Yeah. And what's his intelligence? Quite high. Mm. Okay. It's just so his you're... wisdom that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I asked for so it to be a... high charisma, high intelligence. Yeah, low okay. wisdom. <laughs> do, you, do you hate me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he's intelligent but not smart, I think. <laughs> is the point of distinction. Uh, so, all of these people are gathered around in all of their finery... Octavia Mandravius is standing up at the front on the po- on mm. the podium, dressed in her big blood red royal robe. It's pretty much exactly what she's got on in that picture. That probably a little done. bit more fancier than that as well, because she's probably got like scarves and yeah. coats and stuff. I'm sure the the internet is enjoying the picture at present. I'm imagining a um, red coloured version of um, the White Witch from the Line of the Witch in the Wardrobe. Oh, big really? cool. Because she was ruler at that point, at the point, at the beginning of the movie. Which version? Of... 
the movie or the other movie or the book or the, the comic <laughs> let's, 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 not, let's not dwell on that. In any case, who wants to listen to the GM talk some more? Because that's what you're in for. <laughs> and we can get you more drinks and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you want some water? I've got one cold peppermint tea. Okay. Like iced peppermint tea. Yeah, just making sure you haven't run out. <coughs> and, <coughs> excuse me, talking fabulously, Iliosa strides up to the front, and there's a lot of hubbub, but the crowd is kind of taking their cue from the assembled nobles and um, upper class up there, who clearly know what she's about to announce, because they all look pretty happy. So the crowd's mm-hmm. taking their cue from them, looking pretty happy as well. And Iliosa stands up and. Speech! Speech! My people, Corvosa has suffered its shares of trials in her time, and none more so than what we have faced these last six weeks. Hundreds are dead from the plague of Bloodvale. We have found ourselves upon the brink of despair. When I first arrived in the city, it was not my home. But I took comfort in this. And she reaches down and she pulls out an item that you guys are pretty familiar with. The amulet. The brooch that you return. Oh, brooch, sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, which I will. Nice. This thing here. Yeah. This lovely golden platinum, eight thousand gold or something worth um fancy brooch. Um. And she says, "This was a gift from my late father." I took comfort from it then, until such time as Corvosa became my home, and I have taken comfort from again from it again now, as Corvosa has been threatened, as I have faced some of the hardest decisions that a ruler must ever make in the face of such trials. I have had to decide who will live and who will die. I know my decisions have not always been popular, but please believe that they have always been what is best for Corvosa. This reads, in my father's hand, to my dearest Iliosa, remember that it is always darkest before the dawn. A message of hope that has aided me in my despair, and a message of hope that I now bring you. The long dark night is drawing to a close. My people, dawn will soon be here. Through the tireless efforts of many, a cure for the blood veil has been found. And <laughs> the crowd applauds and cheers and shouts wildly, and Iliosa lets this go for a significant period. Yeah, they need it. <laughs> And then eventually raises her hands for silence and the crowd dims down again. This is not entirely the end of it. My queen's physicians inform me it will take perhaps days of treatments to cure a strong man, perhaps weeks for a weaker one, which is a bigger estimate than what you've actually been given, but she's presumably padding it for worst case scenario because she's still a politician. (laughs) But with appropriate precautions and quarantines in place to prevent the ongoing spread of blood veil, I say here and now no more need die of this disease. Furthermore, uh, sorry, ritual poor will be treated at the city's expense in one of the hospices that have been presently set up across the city. There's a lot of mutter, 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 mutter at this. Furthermore, any who take part in the blood giving, the transferring of healthy blood to the Church of Asmodeus as a part of this cure... Will receive that will receive their taxes subtracted for their donation to the good of the city. Let me show you what the city requires: your service and your blood, as I am prepared to give. And she turns one of her arms up, and clearly in a bit of a pre-prepared show, Doctor Albrecht comes forward with a needle, tubing, all that sort of setup, 
and draws blood off her in front of the crowd. Alright. And she lets him do this. He, you know, dabs her, gives her a very little bandage around her arm, that sort of thing. And she wobbles very slightly at this. And she says, you see there, a little weekend, but no more. And it is a small price to pay to aid my city. Corvosa has faced this trial, and we will emerge stronger for it. Hundreds are dead, and that is a tragedy. But let us dwell not on that, but take comfort in the triumph that thousands will live. There are a great many individuals who have worked hard to bring us this triumph, but no more so than the five who I invite to join you now. And you guys are standing off the side of the stage, and she gestures and beckons up. Dig, dig, dig. Up you go in front of what is literally thousands of people all staring at you. Yeah, city. <laughs> Hey, we attended a conference with the city richest and most powerful and stuff. Okay, this is still scary. Yeah, this is people we know. Yeah, Yeah, I'm used to it. I've been on the stage a million times. Yeah, I don't don't think you might. And you were born to these aristocratic, rarefied type circles. Yeah, Lucy's wearing her pissed dress, but it's not as good as... Oh, the other one. Other yeah. Silver's yeah. wearing a courtier's she, outfit. She's she's self-conscious. Okay. Gar and Silversmith, Silver Rose, Lucindriel Wintrush, Flora Seren, Jacqueline Lewis. I invite Lady Octavia Mandravius to present them on behalf of the city and the Church of Asmodeus. <laughs> now Silver Smith. <laughs> and she steps aside. Yeah. Everyone tries not to flinch visibly, yeah. especially Silver. Um. And there is a reward coming with this. Shall I give you all of Octavia's speech and then reward? Or? Yeah, do it that no, way. Because sure. that's the order it'll come. So Octavia stands up and, you know, moves centre stage. Iliosa moves to the background. And she puffs up like a peacock. Octavia puffs up like a peacock. <laughs> looks down her nose at the assembled masses. In times of trial, the truly extraordinary rise up to make a name for themselves, just as my famous ancestor Mandravius the Hero did. Oh, I should wait till Silver stops, till Susan stops drinking before I do this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't don't drink until I finish this, because you'll. Don't drink and roll by. Solid minute of cringe. Perhaps one day we will mention names like the Flora Seren and Silver Rose in the same breath with the Mandravius family. <laughs> this entire speech is designed by Joe to kill Susan. <laughs> These particular individuals have gone out of their way to, and then she literally checks the piece of paper that she's got in front of her to, to get Cure the blood bail? <laughs> oh yeah, that's what it said. <laughs> to investigate false cures, remove monsters preying upon the populace, Support morale throughout the city, fight the plague, work with our merchants to bring in resources, and kept our streets safe. Who can say for certain how many lives their efforts have preserved? What value can we put upon such an effort? The city, however, will do what it can for them. And at this point, she snaps her fingers, and a bunch of functionaries in the robes of Church of Asmodeus come up, one behind each of you, and move around and drop to both knees and kneel in front of you and hold up a um, chest, which is opened in front of each of you, and there's the obvious gleam of shiny gold from within it. Um, okay, well, that was an awful speech, but uh, I am feeling myself slightly... She's not finished. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. 
Octavia will come along and she takes from the top of each chest a brooch and clips it on your chest somewhere appropriate. And what it is, is it is a platinum pseudo dragon. Okay, that is pretty awesome. Hmm? She says, I name the I name these five dragon marked. The heroes of Corvosa. Awesome. Okay, that is pretty cool. Goes up from the crowd. And there's a lot more applause. And Octavia lets this ride for about half a minute. And then gestures out, <laughs> silence, silence at the I crowd. I have a hung waiting for anyone who continues talking. <laughs> I'm talking here. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, um. It is a shame that we have lost so many. My own dear son, Mordell, recently returned to the city, has been a victim of this plague. <laughs> and I must face the fact that he will not return to me. True. Out at the crowd, yeah. because the only other alternative would be to crane her head completely round <laughs> to look at Sylvia. Yeah, yeah. No, you guys are standing behind her while she yeah. plays center stage. You know? yeah. But as the Queen has said, where there is darkness, there is dawn, and the Mandravius family will be officially adopting Graforial Mandravius, who has tirelessly worked to keep our resources together against the plague. We also honor. We also honour, and she gestures off, and you guys step back as a bunch of other people come up in yeah. front of you, Ishani Dartri of the Church of Abadar, Captain Ooh. Rosalie Visky of the Grey Maidens. Oh, yes. Octavia glares at you. <laughs> I can't be the only one doing it. Yes, but you're on stage. <laughs> also, Garth. she's kind of an unpleasant person. Garth is Lieutenant Graal Soldado of the Sable Guard, Ooh. Knight Halst of the Hell Knights, and... She is she is going down and giving them. It is not the same dragon mark you are receiving, but they are also getting knelt in front of, getting what's obviously a smaller chest, and getting what appears to be a, what appears to be some sort of silver imp on a necklace. Oh, okay. Um, and she puts it personally on each person, and reaches the last one in line, and Nakota. Of the Corvosa Quay. You've got to ask yourself, isn't it good that she doesn't recognize? She probably can't tell much of Shante from another and doesn't recognize. She's going to learn. No, she knows who this is. I don't think she She then sweeps past him and returns to her speech. For their efforts in defending the city from the threat of enemies rising up against it. We wish to thank, and they all step back, and a couple more people step forward, Doctors Albrick, the alchemist Zebo Pinklewink, and the late Dr. Rainier for their services in helping cure this plague. And people applaud them again. And shush, shush, shush. I am reminded of the extraordinary service Mandravius the Hero did this land when he faced off against Casabon the Fearmonger, Master of the Undead, and that's at that point, the GM is going to stop talking. That does not mean she stops. Yeah. She stands up there and gives about ten minutes or more or less the same speech. Yeah. And people do applaud enthusiastically when she gets to the end of it. It's over. It's finally over. In fairness, the people are probably still not completely Ili- know, pretty, pretty still, still pretty happy that we cured Bloodvale. Yeah, I- Iliosa is really good at getting the crowds. Um, at getting the crowd going they're really stoked at the end of her speech I mean she is telling them the horrible plague is cured so it's kind of an easy easy performance 
Uh, Octavia is many things, but a public speaker isn't... You know, yeah. she, she has a certain amount of presence, but that's about it. Yeah. Uh, and as you stand up there and ruminate on um, what you have done, as she talks about how many lives... Uh, how, how can we say for certain how many lives the efforts have preserved? What value can you put upon such an effort? And that sort of thing. Uh, I will tell you exactly what sort of value you can put upon such an effort. Oh. <laughs> and I will tell you exactly how many lives you have saved. Woohoo! Uh, so, I've, I, got our, I've got our treasure chest containing a huge pile of undivided treasure. <laughs> I announced this completely wrong um, last time. Uh, so... Can you remember what you said last time? About 1,500 something. Okay. Uh, your actual total is 2,035. I can break that down for you if people are interested. What did you miss out on last time? Uh, a couple of hundred people from one of the things you've done. Oh, okay. Basically math. <laughs> yeah, yeah but I, I think we've like carried a breakdown. It's the it's the entire it's been an okay. entire campaign. So it's taken like a year. Your efforts to save the city began when you saved three people from the Blood Veil, Brianna Soldado and two others from Trails End who had contracted it. You saved them by a literal method of removing their diseases. Uh, you foiled the vampire spawn who was spreading the plague at Racker's Alley, saving 200 lives and another 10 for that additional night's work by killing the swarm of plague rats before they could go out into the city. Go, go. That was your first ever sonic boom. Yes, that was my first ever sonic boom. Uh, the highly successful performance of The Passion of St. Elica <laughs> showed the rest of Varesia that Corvosa would survive this. Uh, you kept indirectly a bunch of jobs, kept up trade, avoided starvation, that sort of thing. Managed to avoid murdering the Queen on stage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is only the people you saved from yeah, yeah, uh, the yeah. effects of Blood Veil, which the, the people starving would die would die of starvation because the blo- of the blood veil. Yeah. Iliosa would die because someone shot her with a fireball. Fire so yeah. she's not yeah. on the I'm list. still happy I didn't murder the queen on stage. Probably yes. a plus. Uh, 563 lives from that one. Uh, you prevented a small handful of deaths in the fire that the Shorte invaders of Corvosa would have fought. And then another five generations of personal vengeance between the Shawante and the people they killed. Yeah, that could have gone ugly. For 195 people. Yeah. You prevented Vendra Ligari continuing to spread her fake cure and seek, stopping people seeking out a real one, saving 400 lives. And adding another name to our list of people who, if they ever come back to the city, we will make them sorry. <laughs> yep. Uh, you removed Griggs and prevented a Werrath uprising against the citizens of Corvosa, saving a hundred lives, majority of them Werrats. Yeah, still lives. Uh, lives you stopped Joel and Easter from getting bored and unleashing plague zombies <laughs> upon the city as something fun to do <laughs> in the next party game for 450 lives. <laughs> uh, you made the cure as fast as humanly possible for 60 lives. <laughs> <laughs> You personally rescued six people from the Hospice of the Blessed Maiden, Ruan Murakova and Z among them. Uh, you abstractly, although this is not in your total, before the disease burned out, it would have taken about 5,000 people. Um, and for your assorted efforts in Flora's, Flora's Little Hospice healing people, the Blood Veil Aid concerts you've had, the mercantile contacts bringing in potions and lesser restorations and removed diseases and that sort of thing. 
uh, the work preventing your healer from getting mugged and murdered <laughs> on the street, yep. the alchemical work that was getting done, uh, that comes up to 48 lives. Nice. nice. Which isn't bad for our own personal yeah. day-to-day efforts. Mm-hmm. Plus, we did get a bit distracted from that towards the end by curing the blood veil, which I feel was a worthwhile <laughs> trade. Yeah. Well, that's about 10 lives each, so... <laughs> Yeah, although I suspect uh, Flora and Oddly Silver's best concepts took me, and Lucy's alchemical took the majority. Um, the, the way that worked is I added up all the numbers, made a big mass total, divided by a certain amount, uh, but in adding them up, doubled all of Flora's results because they were done by a heel, which is yeah. the most efficient way to save the city by far. Yeah. So being a relatively poor healer was better than being a decent merchant. Yeah. But as it turned out, how the party rolled out was you had one really good healer and the rest of you slubs who just are there to carry her, to carry her boxes. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping hey, that, you know... I don't personally like to turn on by not getting sick at all. I, I would like to think that as we roll into the next adventure, where the people can either heal or fail to contract the disease, will start to be a slightly less relevant point. Yeah. Uh, what is in your um, What is in your box? Your little treasure chest Ooh. are a very precisely marked, um, well, perfectly weighted, fr- probably fresh straight out of the treasury bars of Corvos and minted gold. 5,000 gold worth a piece. 5,000 gold a piece? A piece. Wow. True. Per person. Wow. Okay, uh, do, you, do you guys just want to write that straight on your character yeah. sheet? Yeah, I think there's no real, real need for me to yeah. do that. Yeah, since, is... it, since it's a whole amount. Well, since it's divided by the party and it's straight treasure. Yeah. Okay, that's so that's going to solve my negative 119 <laughs> money thing like that. Still just getting a magical weapon. Silver's getting a magical weapon. Yeah. No, it's a negative number. Oh, yeah. But there we are. I totally pay. I, I totally pay you guys back. As you're walking on the stage, yeah, I have three of those. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that beautiful positive number. It's so positive. <laughs> it's probably like a whole entire book's worth of, of money that we haven't been given up until now. <laughs> Because we keep getting rid of all the items we put on money for. We did actually, we just we just kind of poured our treasure into the fuel of um, saving the city, saving the city, and personally we bought expensive magical items instead of selling them. We, we poured it into we poured it into, into saving the city, and we also burnt it. Yeah. <laughs> now I can get my magic items. Yay! Uh, then you have the dragon marks. Which are um, I actually not for sale. I actually have a picture of these vaguely. Yeah. So what, uh, what's it called? Is it called a dragon mark? Yeah. Uh, you don't have to list this on your character sheet. I, right, of course I'm going. Well, I'm going to write it down. Picture there. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I have a necklace with that exact dragon. Dawn will, so will soon be here. Cure for blood valve. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's so tomorrow's awesome. newspaper. You should bring the picture. Never look at it. I don't know if I still have it. Sorry, dragon. Dragon mark. What it is called. That's going straight above the forge. Uh, and these are a historically existing thing in Corvosa. They have been given out before, although you'd probably have to go back 20 years to find the last time one was given out. So uh, we have so the title of Hero of Corvosa now, do we? They're not terribly common. You have the title of Dragon Mart, which makes you Heroes of Corvosa, basically. Okay, but it's not the title Hero of Corvosa. No. Well, it depends on how you look at it. Depends on how you take it. 
Uh, it's going to be interesting when you show it to uh, Majenko and then tell him this is the first place, second place is in, in Silver Ring. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is that, um, you know, um, Mergenko was on the stage with me right until Travia Mandravius came out, and then I'm thinking he disappeared into the companion so, pouch with a little squeak noise. So these things are worth about 200 gold apiece um, if you desire to sell them, which yeah. you can. No. Um, if not, that's largely irrelevant to you. Uh, they are not magical. Um, however, in uh, Octavia's pontificating speech... In, in the more pontificating bits of it, uh, what she says to you is one of the things these dragon marks entitle you to is certain um, services or trade secrets or things of that nature from the city. Basically, you are now entitled to seek out any expert whom you might desire, and functionally the city will pay them to teach you stuff. Uh, the way this rolls out is... What you get from this is two skill ranks. Oh. Um, you can spend them on cross-class skills without needing to double them, because basically you go and find... Ooh. If you're spending them on, say, balance, you go and find the best balancer in the city and say, as the Dragon Mark of Corvosa, I'd like to cash in my chips with you and with Mr. Knowledge Engineering Guy. Nice. Uh, they are skill ranked, however, so they can't exceed your current level cap. Yeah. And um, any ranks in that skill afterwards a cross class if it is a cross class skill? Correct. It does yeah. not make them a class skill. Okay. And wow. you can spend yeah. them both on the same on the same thing. You can spend them on separate things. And um, I would be vaguely interested to know where people are spending them mostly just so I can tell you who the expert in the city is on that particular skill oh. that you'd go and see. If if some of them. And yeah, so then the crowd goes wild and applauds enthusiastically and people cheer and shout and dance and celebrate and it's pretty much party time in Corvosa at this point. Sweet. You know, I'm half tempted to use my and intimidate just to hear Jared say, yep, you're the expert. (laughs) (laughs) Am I? Or is it Octavia? You know who else it might be. Octavia. It might be. I don't know. I, I'd love to know which one of us is the expert. Well, let's just <laughs> wait and decide. We, we, we can decide that as part of our downtime things, as we will pick which what we're spending our dragon marks on. Because yeah. we can spend a little bit of time to think about it. It's kind of hard to know where to start. <laughs> and yeah, that's that's pretty much rap ceremony. You get a big wadge of gold. You get the grateful thank. You get the thanks of a grateful city. You get applauded by the crowd. Uh, Women and men throw themselves at you to respective amounts of interest. <laughs> awesome. Mostly silver. Mm-hmm. Well, fair enough. Now I'm pretty again. Hey, no. It's not because you're pretty, it's because you're famous. Yeah. <laughs> and pretty. It's because you've got lots of money. Yeah. 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 Rich, famous, handsome. What more uh, can and also men? dead, apparently. <laughs> Blood yeah, well, the thing is, if you're not going to tell your parents what's going on with you, they're going to make continue to make up their own stuff. No, you did get taken by no. Blood I bail think I again, think they, they and know again, and again. I think they know, and they're just they're just they're just closing the books because they I'm can waiting, see that I'm not coming I'm back for them to send me a personal thank you uh, for so Silver, you you would doubtlessly pick up that um, her wording here. Specifically, was her own dear son Mordell had recently returned to the city from his fictional tours yeah. of Chelyax. 
Uh, he has been a victim of the plague, and she must face the fact that he will not return to her. Oh, so it was worded in the way that... that it's, it strongly implies that Mordell died from the plague, but doesn't outright say that. Yeah. Because you did actually get the plague. You've yeah. definitely been a victim of the plague. I, I was this close to dying. Well, no, actually I wasn't that close to dying. I was that close to being catatonic. And then they are officially adopting Reform as yeah. their son. Oh, as his son? Yes, legally. Wow. Laura has never son. let you get very close. That, that yeah, close yeah, no, no, I was going to say, I was, I was that close to getting catatonic, though. No, that's 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 what's happening here. Yeah. Griff is now, or will be, when, the, when they finish the paperwork for it, he is now legally the heir to House Mandravius because Bordell is dead, wow. apparently. Wow. Can you just tell them how I can get the thank you again? a little coughing boy in there. Oh. He got the same bug Jared has. That sucks. It doesn't seem to stop him from sleeping, but just wakes up, coughs, and then goes back to sleep. Mm, what a good sad. boy. Jared's genetics. Great for sleeping. <laughs> There's probably the alchemy circle he's got <coughs> on his chest there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And human transmutation circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, yeah, we're not doing human transmutation. Yes, you are. I just don't know it. Everyone knows that. Everyone in the city must give their blood. To exchange, something of equal value must be lost. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's a good thing, I'm just saying no. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, I, I think um, Octavia recognises Nakoda. I don't think she would she would get rid of that face from her memory too quick. I think that she all of her, all Shante look alike, and she didn't remember what he looked like when she got out of the room. No, no, she he's made he's made himself special in her eyes. Yeah, <laughs> especially the name. The name would have popped up and burnt in her memory. Nah, my money is she doesn't even know. <laughs> and there is one more minor thing happening there at that award ceremony and that sort of thing. Uh, Archbanker Tuttle is out in all his finery, um, as is um, Torgamore on Elios, having um, announced that the... Academy is opening. He, in fact, hasn't announced the Academy is reopening, but will do so pretty pretty immediately following on from this. Uh, Archbanker Tuttle is there, and he stands up and also makes a speech congratulating Ashani for his fine work in defending the city. And I would like to thank Cleric Ashani Dartrey for his fine work and his loyal and dedicated service to the Church of Abadar. Abadar has rewarded his faith by providing him with the skills and abilities of a Justicar, a master of war, a magical binder of oaths, and his services will now be available through the Church of Abadar to anyone who should wish to apply to them for a reasonable fee. There it is. The Church of Abadar, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, yeah. they can put a plug into any circumstance. <laughs> yep. As the Church of Avatar have faithfully and tirelessly kept to the market rates and not allowed the city to be gouged by expensive potions of removed disease and curing items, owing to our tenements and our, our, our tenants and our loyalty to the master of the first vault. Because they, they didn't. Yeah, no, the, the, the church, they the were, church. but then Ashani came and made them stop. Okay, but <laughs> that was some really low-ranked guys. That wasn't the church's official policy. 
Yeah, no, the um, and he, he wants to reiterate basically that remove disease potions and that sort of thing are still available for purchase at marketplace yeah, yeah, by them today. Because they, um, they, if they don't sell them all before the city gets cured, they're going to have just a glut of them. Uh, well, and no, and the good news is he doesn't have a surplus of them to get rid of. Yeah, he really doesn't. Yeah, but um, the thing is, um, like the church under with Ashani's help, the Church of Avatar, you know, got sick faithfully curing this faithfully curing disease and stuff. They hit market values. The church has actually contributed relatively well. Archbishop Tuttle has been completely useless throughout <laughs> the entire uh, Archbishop Tuttle has been completely useless throughout the entire crisis. He showed up to that meeting about the quarantine. Yeah, that's the, the one thing. thing he did in the entire crisis. And he crisis. came to the prize giving ceremony. Yeah, that is, doesn't count. If there is time after his speech, absolutely, that we should tell him and Ashani that they were spreading the plague through the coins. Ooh. That's yeah, but the, the coins are immune now. Yeah, that's that's going to be um, info dumped out. Yeah, at an appropriate interval. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it, it doesn't need to. Because Iliosa is, is going to then have a private meeting with people after this. And um, in fact, no, she's literally already done that. Because that's what all the muckety mucks are standing around here for. Yeah. They know what's happening. Yeah. The good part is that there's no need to go and purge those coins or try and yeah. find them or anything like that again, which is good because that would be a horrendous pain in the ass. Yep. But the majority of them will have lost their blood through natural contamination by now. And anyone who does pick it up is, you know, different from picking it up from the person. They just need to go to a hospice. Yeah, and like, um, as with Dr. Rainier, uh, Iliosa would prefer that factoid wasn't advertised extensively because she doesn't want people to lose faith in the silver or the the bank of Avatar. Yeah, well, that will actually, that could if it was publicly (coughs) known, that could cause a run on the banks, which would be a different disaster. Yeah. Well, what you could end up doing is devaluing the silver coin. Yeah. Which would be a tremendous problem. Yeah. Uh, in any event, so I have that listed as Archbanker Tuttle Pimp Sashani. <laughs> which he does so. I think that's all of um, what I have for this award ceremony. Cool. I have, tomorrow's, dragon I have tomorrow's three-headed chimera at some point. Yep. Um, which you can have now if you desire. Seems appropriate. So, mm-hmm. Issue 11. Dawn will soon be here, in quotes. Cure for Blood Veil found. Queen Iliosa announced the end to Corvosa's trials with a cure for the Blood Veil found. The cure involving ongoing transfers of healthy blood into sick patients and assorted doses of medicine will be an ongoing effort. Seneschal of the city, Tanith Mandravius, explained the Church of Asmodius will take charge of the blood giving. Donations from healthy individuals at hospices of the Blessed Maiden set up across the city. Not only will this be at the Queen's expense, citizens of Corvosa will be actively granted tax exemptions, helping stimulate the economy after the plague. The Chimera will bring you further details as they arrive. A formal death toll is expected to be announced once collated, a few weeks from now. The Queen's physicians estimate an additional 200 dead are likely unreported at this time, bringing the toll to over 200, sorry, over 900, nearly 5% of the city. At least no more will be lost. The quarantine of Old Corvosa will remain in effect until otherwise advised, says the Seneschal, to prevent the blood veil from spreading again faster than the capacity to cure it. We cannot end up in a situation again where our resources are so overwhelmed, and so, thus I'm afraid certain people must stay put for, a moment, for the moment. Stay put. Arconas. Oh my We've got to wonder what the Arconas are going to do when they finally get yeah, out of quarantine. I'm sure they're plotting. The lion says, Praise Abadar! Praise Asmodeus! Praise Charisma! Praise Queen Iliosa! The lion's <laughs> just kind of generally happy. The yeah. goat says, Too many have paid a high price for this, but at least it's over. 
It will be years before we fully recover from the effects of this plague. The snake says, Such a tragedy is not natural. It was avoidable. Someone must pay for these lives. Yeah, somebody did. He's not, he's not wrong. It's yeah. accurate, yeah. Yeah, somebody uh, did pay. The second story in the paper is there's the picture of the Dragon Mark necklace, Dragon Mark given to heroes of Corvosa. Man, it's the first time we've been in the paper directly. A few yeah, remarkable yeah. individuals were honoured for their contribution to the cure at a ceremony. Blah, blah, blah. Story continues on page six. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the first time you've been in the paper, though, because you were in for the play review. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't know if you remember the bold and striking gesture that was the dwarf gnome sitting on top of the dwarf. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, that's a... right. That's right, we were in the play review. That was awesome. <laughs> uh, a unique Martin challenged critical thinking by having what was clearly a gnome on top of the dwarf playing a chillaxian and understanding that greed and want are the work of more than one person, and we all have the potential for evil inside us. The obvious humour bids us to look past it to the deeper message within. Yeah, it was totally <laughs> That's totally what it was. was. Yes, it, was it wasn't the fact that we're trying to put two short people on top of each other. That it, wasn't a lack of of it wasn't a desperate lack of actors or anything. It's less that your story isn't front-page material and more that I'm not going to bother writing an article about the ceremony that I just ran yeah, in front yeah. of you. Well, also, I do think the fact that people cure the blood is being cured is yeah. more important than um and the last short story on the, on the sidebar is Blade of Corvosa tournament announced uh, Queen Iliosa has quietly let the Chimera know that the Blade of Corvosa tournament will be restarted in a few months after it was shut down three years earlier by King Edred to fund further development of Edred's Square any citizen of Corvosa considering Whoa. themselves martially skilled may lodge an entry with the Grey Maidens I think it's high time we all had something to look forward to said the Queen yeah Yes. And that's me done yakking at you. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Heroes. We as heroes. Yep. Yay. Tired heroes. After, <laughs> heroes. We, after we rest, we should hey. go out as a group and then celebrate. <laughs> hey, you guys can sleep for the day. <laughs> I've got a, Jaren's got endurance, he's going to go out drinking. I'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, you with. It, it has been, in all fairness, a hell of a week for you. Well, actually, no. In all fairness, this week, all you did was lie down. Yeah. <laughs> until you went to the hospital. And then that was just one really bad yeah. yeah. The week yeah. before, however, you did Were Rats, Carolyn Manor, and the Deruption. Yeah, I think it's all just catching up with us. Yeah, it's we been a, a tough fortnight. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, after the ceremony... So, we've, um, as Silver Lucy and I can attest, it's hard. It's hard on the body having three diseases. <laughs> 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 Ooh, or in Silver's in my case, two diseases and a <laughs> curse apiece. Uh, after yeah. the ceremony, oh, Garen's content that tap Rosalie on the um, oh, shoulder yeah. and say, "Hey, drunk and up, princess. If you're not going to go drink, get drunk." Now, technically, I only have an imp. You are the hero of Corvosa! Hero of Corvosa over here! Look, look, no, no, look down. There's what you point down, you'll see him there, the short one. Yes, he's the, the short wide one is the hero of Corvosa. Uh, I don't mind you talking about my heart, less. It just means I'm, I'm closer to the floor to pick you up after I've drunk you onto the table. Oh, shit. That is a lot of big talk from a blacksmith to somebody who is a captain, thank you, in the Grey Maidens. Oh, I'm going to have to start calling you Captain Princess then. (laughs) You could. You could. 
I think you would find it very difficult to do with no teeth. <laughs> Does your predilection for not getting sick mean they will grow back afterwards? Or that your mouth never quite heals? <laughs> uh, you don't need teeth to drink less. I don't see any drinking going on. It, is, it has been some time since I have seen a dwarf drink from a straw. Let's go. <laughs> Oh my god, I shook them so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, dwarfs, dwarfs and humans sleeping together is just wrong. Sorry, <laughs> Oh, don't you want the awesome Dragon Age sex scene? No. Camera lovingly pans <laughs> up on the fat dwarf in us. Dragon Age taught us dwarfs should never dwarf. <laughs> I think the hey, Dragon Age Taurus and Dwarf should just never take their clothes off. <laughs> yeah, but without doing that. I would do a dwarf romance. <laughs> there we go. I'll I do Barrick. I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I, did, I did one of the first game. Oh, and, yeah. And slept with Morrigan. And, you know, it shows her sort of reclining on the on the bed like this and yeah. her basically nighty. And then the camera pans up around and pans up here, up my character's ass, and I've got my tidy whiteies on, and nothing else. And I'm I'm a big fat squat dwarf, and I'm just like, I didn't need to see this, but I can't unsee it now. Whereas with Alistair, my thought, my elf character, boyfriend Alistair, my thoughts were combined of, man, that was difficult, and. Man, I wish I had worked out that you could pick your character's face and I didn't have that ugly, ugly <laughs> default character look. Oh, no default character. Oh. oh, I was so sad. But the thing is, oh. I'd already done such of the story. But then when I went back, I wished yeah. I, I wish I had started from the beginning. Oh. I had a good dwarf character. <laughs> I had a hot mage chick for my second character. She was very pretty. Now you are in downtime. Yay! Woo-hoo. Downtime. Well, it was going to be Xenathon, but then he was all, you know, you understand that we slept with him, and he was like, you understand that that meant nothing, right? I was like, great pillow talk, George, I'm reloading this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go wake up check <laughs> So, I have a wide variety of things on my downtime list. I have more to add to it. Okay. Um, you may need another Jack number 22. To, Jack yep. wants to talk to Blackjack. Yep. Um... Because we were going to brief her on what's happening around here. Oh, actually, Silver wants to talk to Blackjack. <laughs> you can come along while I do yeah. it, and we'll count okay. it as mine. Yeah. Um, and then um, the other one, um, we need to divide treasure. Mm-hmm. So that's just kind of a general one. Yeah. Um, no, that's... Um, I, I have several more things for you on the list already. Yeah, I know. And the other one was I wanted to research the curse, but I might leave that one. I've got doing. that on the list as well. Yeah, cool. so you can yeah, there go was, with there was three on the list. Yeah, Sweet. so we'll go with you to yep. do it as a group. Yeah, yeah, well, I was kind of planning to have you do the actual library. I just wanted to find. I just wanted to be along so I can find out what you find. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, I wonder if we have access to more things now that we're heroes. Or whether or not we're still No, we, no, no we already do, got it, library access. We can only get... It doesn't, compel, it doesn't compel actions from anyone beyond the... You can get a couple of people to train you and some things. Uh-huh. But people are not obliged to do what you say just because you're the heroes of Corvosa. Yeah. It's kind of... Um, what it is, it's the equivalent of winning something like a Victorian cross or something like that as mm. a, you know, a, a military medal. Yeah. 
it's impressive and several people will be very impressed by it but it doesn't in and of itself immediately lead to career uh, automatically lead to career prospects or uh, cash or extra access or any of that sort of thing yeah. I'm going to show yours to Van Calvo yeah of course I'm going to show you <laughs> he can show you his own well I was thinking of getting him to teach me what uh, I was thinking of leaning on him to be one of my experts if I want to do something physically yeah he, wasn't, he wasn't at the ceremony because yeah. he's, oh. behind, he's behind the quarantine oh okay so he, he literally could not have made it there fast enough what's beyond. he doing behind the quarantine he lives, he lives behind there. the quarantine yeah. oh. he lives in old Corvosa his, his apartment old... and his um, and the Clash of Steel that he runs are both in old Corvosa oh, so in addition to all of this downtime stuff I think we probably want the majority of us want to spend some time in old Corvosa checking on people and helping out and stuff but that probably doesn't need to be necessarily specifically there's a scene it's yeah. just kind of yeah, yeah. I, I know I'd like to go and do some stuff there I have um, on my list here I have an a, a general info dump on what's happening in old Corvosa yeah. um, that's you know like what's obvious when you go and walk around the street and then probably streetwise just to see what's not obvious cool um, sounds good Silver wants to go and talk to Glorio Arcona yeah, because I'm crazy. Who was behind yep. the quarantine in Old Corvosa? Uh, anyone who wants to go and see Ben Carlo has the same. Um, yeah, has the same thing. Uh, Silver wants to go investigate how Divago Bavasi died in Old Corvosa. Yeah. Um, oh spiders. right. Yeah. Died of the plague. Um, Possibly. And that's about that. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So I, I was thinking if we just kind of declare we're in all Corvosa for a couple of weeks and do downtime scenes compatibility with that and anybody who doesn't want to be from the elsewhere will keep track of where we are or aren't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm sticking to chair. It's so hard. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It is very hot. So I can bounce to the things we can get you like a towel instead of a sleeping bag. Oh, I, I just didn't want to interrupt anyone, but I interrupted anyway. Um, so, like I say, I have several things on this list. We could do them in the um, like I'll flick back and forward between people, but we could do perhaps the ones that are the most um, time time not time critical per se, but. The things that would fall early in the piece. Yeah, let's do. Let's yeah. focus on time to so start with things. Chronological order. Yeah. yeah, chronological order. Oh yeah, that is open. Yeah, I'm open it, but it's already open. Okay, so um, and the things that will come at the end of this pile that are um, completely non-time specific. Uh, there is the little mini-adventure of the Blade of Corvosa tournament. Yay! Uh, and there is the other mini-adventure of Marcus Andrum's officially mandated holiday. Ah, yes. Um, in terms he of... He has to use his vacation time. In terms of stuff that's most immediate here, um, I think that that would be... Uh, the Shawante and the Cure and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, Eliosa will actually gather people together to discuss how you want to do this. Um, bringing in Nakota as functionally her Shawante expert that's in the city. Yeah. Um, Represent. 
basically, she actually has channels with them. She can legitimately send them diplomatic contacts to say, you know, we would like to see your envoy, who is, of course, Thousand Bones. Um, you guys can go out into the Sinterlands, but, you know, the dangers of the Sinterlands. Yeah. Um, and um, also several weeks' travel time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's about what pops into my head for that. Other people's thoughts? Well, I would like to get the how to make the like the instructions for how to make the cure. Yeah, yeah, true. Translated to Shanto. Yeah. Yep. Um so enough. First give your blood to the church, Rasmodius. No. <laughs> yeah, but they're, they're you know, they've got their own healing resources. Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. the Church of Asmodius is coordinating it because they have the resource within the city. Yeah. But so they have their own church. herbalists and shamans. So and that they can make it themselves. Yeah. Um, the yeah. other thing is, is there any other um, races besides the Shorante that we need to worry about? Uh, not particularly. Okay, so it's um, just the Shorante. The, the different races in Corvosa in terms of dwarves and elves and that sort of thing are equally exposed to the blood veil here. Yeah, but they in, have access to cure. Yeah, in terms of your in terms of your outlying neighbours, you've got the Shorante out in the Centerlands. You've got a bunch of what are basically Corvosan farmers and villagers out there in the Centerlands as well. And you've got some neighbouring cities, all of whom will just kind of be sent to the information on what's happening here. Mm. Hey, we've cured the plague. If you've got it, you should do X, Y, and Z. And the were-rats tend to have enough constitution to just yeah. help yeah. out. With their plus eight racial motives. <laughs> but, yeah, but the thing is, the Shantae live literally practically right next to the city. I mean, the mm. Sinterland, they don't live completely next door, but they are our near neighbours, whereas yeah. other cities are further away. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, you no, know, people... I was trying to find out if there was anyone else who was also close. No, yeah, it a couple of wee villages. Yeah, yeah. but they all speak normal um, common. Yeah, yeah. Taldane, sorry. Yes. But I think other way, if we can get a Shawante to meet us, like part way, so we can pass the cure on to them, and then they can take it back, and that would be my suggestion. But. You could probably arrange something with Nicolter. I mean, some of them probably still have some sort of connection with either their family or with blood merchants. I, well, I was thinking of like Thouth, if we could contact Thousand Bones and have someone come meet us. Yeah, Il- Iliosa yeah. can get can get a diplomatic message to him. Yeah, if we can get because those two are literally the diplomatic point of contact between Corvosa and the Shawante. Um. We we probably don't need to personally deliver this, or, or at least to the southern clan. There are yeah. several more clans, and in the short I'm just amused that the xenophobic clan is so the the, the racist clan's the one that's um, the point of context. Yeah, that's that's not coincidental. They're yeah. the most racist because they're the ones who are closest to Corvosa and have taken the hardest beating. Uh, yeah, and make sure that they know it's for all of the clans. Yep, everyone hit. So I think you know we help craft them particularly Flora and Silver help craft the message so that we, they make sure it contains the details of the cure and advice for coming to Convoser if they want to get our help with it. Yep. And um, that we then get that transmitted. Okay, so the important point of context there from the players, uh, do any of the players want to uh, poke or talk to any of the Shawante people? Or are you happy for that just to happen in the background? Happen. I'm happy for it to just happen. If it, if you feel Flora needs to be there, then that's fine as well. 
I think it, do, does Silver want to try and talk to Thousand Bones or his son directly? Um, I was going to have a conversation with with Corrigan about the the etiquette of how to treat your younger brother, but then I was kind of having a conversation with these two earlier on, and they were like, "Well, there's a possibility that um, um, Gakin might have been the one that passed on about who um, about." The sexuality of Nakoda, because I wasn't sure which of the brothers was the one that knocked on him. Uh, I'm not sure off the top of my head either. Yeah, well, that's the thing is it, it still could have been the younger brother because a ten year old can still pick up on stuff um, like that. I'm pretty sure it was Crojan. Okay, but you've got to ask yourself: Does Nakoda want you to have that conversation? Yeah, because no, Gai- he doesn't. Yeah. Gaiken was much younger at the time. Yeah, he was yeah. like 10 or something. Younger, in fact. Oh, really? He was like 18 when he died in the city. How long ago was it? The, uh, the, the, gap, the gap between them is like, Trojan is 15 years older than Nakota. Yeah. And it's about the same between Nakota and his younger brother. <gasps> Shit, man. So one's, one's like dad in comparison to the other. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, th- Thousand Bones is, you know, 70, 18. Oh, wow. He is really old, isn't he? Um, I think Silver would like to be part of it if he can be part of the, the party, but um, if he can't be, then that's fine. So, making a scene, making a scene of this, not making a scene of this, not making a scene, I'd say. Yeah, that's fine. Cool. Uh, so, over over the next basically couple of weeks, uh, Iliosa will send out diplomatic. Um, quite quite literally, she has a message sending to him. Um, to tell Thousand Bones that the city has a cure for the plague, that they want to offer it to the Shawante freely, uh, if he can approach on a diplomatic flag. That's pretty much what happens. He and Crojan come back into the city. They meet with Iliosa and anyone else who wants to be there. The details of the plague cure are communicated to them. Crojan is pretty sceptical about, you know, what purpose it serves you to give the Shawante this, and he personally would not take this cure, quote-unquote, <sighs> Uh, Thousand Bones, on the other hand, actually has ranks in heel and mm-hmm. more or less tells him, you know, and can tell this, when people are lying. Yeah. yeah, I will. I will look through this more closely. But this appears to be this. This appears to be quite legitimate. Our people have not suffered as as Corvosa has, but it is good to see that it is good to see that you're willing to share to reduce the evils this plague has reduce those evils that you have spread to us with this plague it is the way of the Shawante to accept life when it comes we will take this cure in gratitude mm-hmm. plus one relationship bonus yeah that helps our minus uh, fi- that helps our <laughs> minus 50 yeah <laughs> no I think it's totally a full plus one it's just you know we lost I think we lost three on the plague alone and that uh-huh. brought us from negative 47 to negative 50 and now it's back to negative 49 you laugh but I'm actually going to write down that you gave the show on the plague ooh. ooh good one nice one Susan and Flora and yeah. nice one Susan well, we and promised, we promised that we'd give them it and we and, and you kept a that promise to a show on yeah, yeah. Ah. I'm happy that Nakoda got on it in the city yeah. ceremony. Yeah, that was cool. Did Corrigan did no. did acknowledge the fact that we we came through with that promise, or is he just? Corrigan doesn't yeah. believe that we really did. He yeah. thinks this yeah. is probably yeah. He's, a he's pretty sceptical about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Like, this is a trap. Yeah. 
I don't know how, but it's a trap. Yeah. <laughs> you got to remember, Corrigan organized an invasion of the city. Yeah, yeah. it's going to take a while. To just no, just to come and burn it down. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he wasn't coming to kill people. He was just coming to burn the city. It's down. No steal and steal our disease remedies. Well, yeah, but you know that'll teach you bastards for giving him the plague. Yeah, yeah. and now he doesn't have to steal the cure. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we're it's really throwing me off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what to do when I can't just hit people with an earthquake. <laughs> Have you tried smithing, lad? We're heaping coals of fire. A small on problem. Mm. No forges in the Citadelands. Oh, well, just you just need to have a couple of dwarfs. Yeah. Like his his earthbreaker is a big block of stone <laughs> with the wooden handle. In it. Oh yeah. Because you can make them in two ways. You can make them the traditional Shawante one is stone and wood, because that's what they make out of the Citadelands. Whereas Garrett's one is metal because you know he's civilized. And he's, he's got a forge. <laughs> We can introduce Grojan to Gloria Latona, and then he can smash him with Earthbreaker. Cool. So, just picturing it. After that, I think the next most likely, sort of chronologically one, is Silver's Mysterious Visitor. Let's have Silver's Mysterious Visitor. Okay, so... Could be another vampire. Oh, I could be. If you're lucky. I didn't get visited by a vampire last time. So, could I have my dice too? Oh no. Oh. <laughs> Do I need my dice too? Oh. <laughs> hey, if you're turned, you'll get a bonus to your charisma. Thanks. <laughs> well, I stay pretty as a vampire. You'll no, get even prettier. No. Not, not if you turn into a fucking Nosferatu. <laughs> Where the explicit point is he's some sort of sub sub um, species of vampire that looks like he doesn't stay young and pretty forever. He just gets older and older and older. Yeah. Eternal youth is the way to go, not eternal life. And I'm actually gonna need the players for this as well. Oh shit. I'll get a players. What's going on? Yeah, this so, sounds serious. <laughs> no, it gets well, worse if he asks for the Dungeon Master Guide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, Sorry? So, Silver, it's um, uh, probably a couple of weeks in at this point after the um, after the diplomatic meeting with the Shorte has occurred. Uh, in fact, fairly shortly after, like this is literally sort of a day and a half afterwards. Mm. Um, you're just kind of at home ch- cruising, and there is a sharp and rapid knock on the door. Not particularly alarmed, j- just by somebody who does things does things fairly rapidly by their nature. And Nakoda sort of calls out to you. Uh, Someone's at the door. I'll go. I'll go have a. You hear him opening the window upstairs. He looks out, and then you hear slam as the window shuts with great rapidity <laughs> and lock and bolt. Oh, <laughs> that's not going to stop. Hang on, that sounds like it could be Octavia. No, no it's, it's worse. It's worse. Yeah. Remember what happened to your kitchen table? Oh no. <laughs> and no, no, not it won't. Like they won't upset the car. How are you responding to this? Okay. Well, there's um, a bed to hide under. <laughs> you can yeah. just wait for him to finish whatever he's doing. Um, no, somebody, somebody needs to, to go answer the door. 
He obviously doesn't want to be part of this, which is fine. Um, he's going to put on his magical disguise of silver. Cool. Uh, rainbow hair. Yeah, rainbow hair and stuff. And he's going to go to the door and, and like, is there anything I can peep through with? What's your resource level? Your your lifestyle? It's moderate. Nope. Okay. I can't afford a peephole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll open the door a crack. Unbolt, unlock it. There is somebody... No, no, that's Nakoda upstairs, opens oh. the window to look out and see who's there, and then sees it and goes, oh shit, and dives back into the house and locks and bolts the window. Oh, uh, I don't yeah. know if it's Corrigion. Silver, can you give me a listen check as well? Oh, okay. I get, to, I get to hear it before I get to experience it. <laughs> 14. Okay. What you don't hear, but the camera sees, is Nakoda o- goes and opens the back door and sneaks out of the house. Oh, yes. <laughs> wow. This is probably his brother, Corrigion. As you open the door, there is a man sort of leaning just in the door jam slightly, Long, wide-brimmed hat on. Oh no, Cinderlander! Big crossbow strapped over his back. You've Shit. seen him before. It's the Cinderlander. Oh, oh my god! Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll see why Nakoda. <coughs> yeah. Oh. And he looks you up and down, and so you're Silver Rose, the dragon-marked hero of Corvosa. Then. Yeah, but I am. I want a word with you. Do you need to come outside, or do you uh, do you need do you need me to come outside? Well, this is civilized society. You could offer a man a drink or a cup of tea or something like that. <laughs> I didn't hear Nakoda go. <laughs> you didn't hear Nakoda no. go. No, I didn't. Because uh. Nakoda's actually got points and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> What's the conversation about first? I want to talk about what happened with the Shawante. You remember a couple of weeks back, once they were trying to burn the city down, you let them go? I didn't let them go. I had to talk with them. And then you let them go? <laughs> we made a deal. Uh, as he looks at you and has this conversation with you, uh, can you actually give me a disguise check? Okay, um... So, bluff. Yeah, I just needed to remember what my disguise role was. Okay, 17 plus 13, so that's 30, but that's plus 10 because I've got my disguise thing on. Because the Centerlander is um, actually pretty sharp on it. He he literally makes his living... um, you know, spotting yeah. things that are difficult. No, hang on. Um, have you cast? Have you actually cast the sky self? Yes, she yeah. did actually explicitly yeah. call yeah. that one. Yeah, because okay. I was like, okay, this could be Tanith or Octavia. That's so I true. put on my Tanith and Octavia disguise, which is slightly more powerful than my normal one. So he adds a plus four to this. He recognizes you on site, but he is not a friend or associate. Uh, and yes, he would recognize Mordell Mandravius on site. Ah. Someone who'd know who you are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Holy fuck. You'd be the first person to recognize me. Uh, so that, would bring it. Uh, that is a 33. <gasps> Damn, but I'm 40. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, you see it's almost unconscious with him. His eyes just track up and down you looking for... Weapons, weaknesses, things the Sinterlander should be aware yeah. of. 
it's just sick, completely second nature to him. He's not mm-hmm. deliberately scoping you out because he thinks something suspicious. Yeah, he just he can't. He just it. does does it automatically, and and you actually see his eyes linger slightly on your hair, which is very obviously not a natural color. Yeah, yeah. And they just roll very slightly because <laughs> he, he's got like this this grizzled, leathery, weather-beaten well. skin. His hair underneath the hat is just short cropped for efficiency rather than yeah. looks and everything else. <coughs> and Silver raises his eyes, his eyebrows, in his, in his search or his inspection. Yeah. Let's look. I know you're living with one of the Shawante here. I can see the marks. Through the, I can see, I can see the marks. One of them's here through the door frame, and you sort of, you know. Like, look back into the room, there's a few of Nakoda's things sitting around. You don't know what about them screams Super Shawante, but well, apparently... the totem spears mine. Yeah. <laughs> what a talk. You and, your, you and your little group of heroes may be making some dangerous mistakes. You don't know these things like I do. They're not things. Look... You might get the idea from the Shawante in the city that they can that they're civilized, good people. And they can be. They are things, but they're not animals. They can be taught the ways of civilization, but only a few of them ever choose to embrace it. Most of the ones you have here in the city are exiles, criminals. What you think are the good ones are the ones that the Shawante don't think are good enough to keep. That should tell you something about the way they think. The ones that are here, if they're criminals, then they're not the good ones. Well, like, Nakoda's a criminal exiled from the Shawante for yeah, being gay. Yeah, but, like, that, that's only him. That, that's not going to be every single one of them. A lot of them will be actual criminals. Most of the people that are here are here because they choose not to live out on the plains like goddamn animals. I'm not here to start a fight with them. You can tell your little buddy to come out of whatever closet he's hiding in. He can choose to do what he wants. If he doesn't want to talk to you, then that's his choice. I want to know why you let the Shawante go. They came here with torches, flags, everything but a banner that said their goddamn language were coming to burn your city down. That's because they were afraid. They were afraid that they were afraid of the plague that was taking over their um, their people. Taking over. Didn't get anywhere near enough of them, if you ask me. That's your opinion. Yeah, it is. The opinion of a man whose family were burnt by them. They weren't dead at the time, though. That would have been too civilized. They trapped them in the home because it was easier than risking themselves to go in. Because we took their land. I didn't take their damn land. I was raised in the city... And I went out to start a farm with my family. Now those things came to my house and burned it down. And I'm going to kill every single one of them I find who I have half of an excuse to. Your little buddy's safe there in his cupboard. But the rest of them I find out there, especially any that come to burn my home city down and then want to just tootle off back out with an offering of blankets and food. Like they should be rewarded. Like they should be given a goddamn prize for coming here to start a war. They didn't, Ma. 
they didn't start one. No, because there were people there to stop them. What if that line of defense hadn't been here? What do you think your buddies, the Shalante, would have done then? There is a line of defense here. This, this city is not vulnerable. You think you're the only person protecting the city from the Sinterlands? Think again. I'm not a protector. I'm a hunter. It's a good thing I happen to just hunt the threat here. As it turns out, you were onto it. I didn't need to be here. But I'm glad I was when I saw that they got away again at the end. It took a long time to track them down afterwards. You made a hell of a job of that. Mm-hmm. Did you get any of them? Not before they hit one of the caravans heading out of the city. After, though. How many did you get? Those three. Two more. The rest of them headed back to the clans. Too many numbers. But they'll head out alone again. They always do. It's a manhood thing with them. Well, Sir Cinderlander, you don't actually need to take care of this city. We've got plenty of people taking care of it. So, if you don't like it, you can just find another city. In fact, I'd prefer you did. Sure. I'll get right on that. may have escaped your notice with your little dandified hair and your pretty, pretty totem spear there. You're a nice little dragon moth, but I don't live in this city. I live out in the wild where there are things that would chew you up and eat you for breakfast. I'm sure they would. Next time you get a group of Shuante coming to the city, shoot first. Ask them questions and talk to them later. It's the only way to be sure with these creatures. Yeah, but you know, I'm not an asshole. I'll actually talk to them first before I fire at them. <laughs> Let me know how that works out for you if you're out on the plains. See you later. He's going to close the door. Yep. Says <laughs> later on the other side, you know, door shuts in his face. He just sort of nods at this, kind of like it's what he was expecting, and you can, you know, go upstairs from the upstairs window. You see him turn around and walk back up off the street. Yeah. He wanders off on his own steam. He really yeah. needs to come talk to any member of the party other than Silver. <laughs> <laughs> Holy yeah. crap, he's got a great voice when I'm hoarse, though. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great voice, that was yeah. Awesome. He's a that fantastic. Yeah, I can't do it when I haven't got a call. <laughs> Damn it, I was going to punch him next time I saw him, but I didn't. <laughs> well, that was good because he was coming to warn you about something. We may never know what it was. Plus, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure he could take you. <laughs> yeah, probably. I still wanted to, t- to punch him. Yeah, but when someone's coming to, it to deliver you a warning, you should probably not punch them. <laughs> <coughs> On the other hand, he might well have recognised Bordell, which would have been funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because without that disguised cell phone, he would have. Yeah, yeah. he would have. Then you could have had a different conversation with him. Yeah, yeah. it's just like, I, I looked at the, the reaction from the coder, it's like, it's going to be somebody I need a disguise for. Well, <laughs> I mean, to, to Nakota, the Sinterlander is the boogeyman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the headless horseman that comes up and knocks on your door. Do and you stay in the house? Nakota will is, is clearly somewhere watching the house, because yeah. he'll return a couple of minutes later. And, you know... Runs up to you. He says, Silver, are you alright? I'm fine. <laughs> big, big manly hug. That's Aww. cute because it's usually you doing the game <laughs> of <dance> hugs. 
Thank God. I didn't imagine it, did I? That was the Sinterlander. Yeah, that was him. I thought with your reaction it was going to be my mother or father, mm. but... I thought he'd come here to fill me with crossbow bolts. No, he's not interested in you. Oh. Well, that could only really be a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> what did he want? I don't know. Alright. <laughs> um, as long as he's gone, I suppose that's the most important thing. He came to brag about how he took down some of the Shiante that came and visited for the the negotiation when the... When no, the, he's you know, saying he took some down. Yeah. No, no, he, he absolutely didn't yeah, yeah. shoot the diplomatic envoys. No, he came no, for the... He he shot no, 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 what I, was, I was trying to finish the sentence. Oh, I was yeah. just like, um, with the, when the, the blood veil was... What's happening with the window we're gonna burn down the city? Although it, it is interesting that he came at the at, at round about the same time as the diplomatic envoys. Yeah, yeah. I think he was watching it. Very possibly. Mm. He, he obviously wasn't in the meeting at Castle Corvosa. Yeah. yeah. Unless he's real sneaky, which yeah. is actually possible. Yeah. He said that he was. He said he was going to take down any Shanto that that came near the city. Let's live here. <laughs> Inside. <laughs> Instead of out on the plains where there are fireworms and shit. I wonder whether or not he's caught wind of something and he was going to talk to me about it. I think we're better off rid of him. Yeah, I told him that. Good. I told him where to stick it. You you scare him off. (laughs) (laughs) If you you want to find out what his actual message is, you could always... Sick one of the old party members on talking to him and actually finding out because I can see why it's you know he's kind of it pushing you right in your you know yeah I mean his, he, he did leave right yeah, out but with you should shoot more Shiante but there's so, a reason he not... came to find the Shiante lover right yeah um, so if you want a sense motive check sense. against him you can you yeah can I'd like out. a sense motive yeah. the message made literally just have been you should shoot more Shiante silver yeah uh, that was a natural ten uh, sense motive twenty three. Yeah, so you think back on that conversation and try and... Like, you're, you're used to dealing with Tanith and and Iliosa and that sort of thing. You're looking for the subtle, hidden intricacies in yeah. his words, the, the secret meaning behind the meaning, and the more you think about it, the more you didn't hear it. And in fact, he, he out and out told you what he was here to talk to you about. He was here to talk to you because you let the Shawante go and he wanted your explanation as to what the fuck you thought you were doing, mm. and he, he was here to tell you why you shouldn't do that. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, you completely and utterly disagree with this reasoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so I'll think about it for a moment. like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty certain that's all he was here for, actually. It's um, just a... Moreover, because you raise his impressive bluff... Um, <laughs> The, the people in the city tend to be either incredible political machines or have no social skills <laughs> of any kind. So good, Sabrina. He was surface level, yeah. was he? <laughs> um, yeah, you, you sense his social skills are probably going to intimidate rather than bluff. Yeah. Um, it's, um, he, he hasn't come here to talk to you just to be an asshole. He just kind of is a bit of an asshole by nature because uh-huh. he's a hermit who lives in the wilderness. He doesn't exactly get a lot of opportunity to practice his social skills. Yeah. And he shoots most of the people that he meets in the wilderness. Yeah. He just so happens to be a bit of a dick. And, yeah. you know, silver and here and kind of important, but, importantly diametrically but, but he opposed. Wasn't, you, you think he wasn't actually coming here deliberately to be an asshole. 
he was genuinely coming here to tell you something that he thought you needed to hear because you were an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you can absolutely disagree with him, and fair enough. Yeah. But from his point of view, that's what he was doing here. Yeah, I'll relay that to, to Nakoda. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then you have comforting hugs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. So that was the other one that I wanted to do. Seriously, if you want to talk to someone who's more sympathetic, you should talk to Jack. <laughs> yep. Jack is oh, Lucy. Lucy's apparently sympathetic. <laughs> I'm less sympathetic than I used to be. Mm. But, still. <laughs> you can come talk to Garen and bluff him. <laughs> okay. Okay. Elsewhere on the list? Yep. Okay, so I think at this point I'll just start giving you what I've got for the rest of you, because this is yeah. mostly party-party stuff. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so Silver wanted Gloria Arcona. Silver wanted to go investigate old Corv- um, how the body of Avasi died. Uh, Silver wanted to thank Flora. Yeah, that's something I'd like to do as soon as possible. Yeah. Uh, Jack wanted to talk to Garen about where rats and laws and different ways of helping people. <laughs> yes. Um, Jack wanted to talk to Flora about Lamb's death. Um, Lucy wanted to... Um, 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 uh, date Sabrina and yes. go visit her father's grave to let her know that Vengeance has been had. Did you also, was awesome. Did you also want to talk to Nakoda? Yes, at some stage. Oh, do you want to talk to Silver? Are you two making it up? Or are you no, no, let's talk to Nakoda first before I want we to talk, talk to, to Silver. Nakoda first. Oh, cool. Because <laughs> apparently, so I would really like to see the scene between. Yeah. I, I would really like to see if Lucy and Silver manage to finally be in the same room and actually yeah. speak to each other. Yeah, yeah. I think we can speak to each other, but like we're just not like. Yeah, but so. but it, it, only on business. When it's not business, yeah. you guys have been avoiding each other like yeah. reverse magnets. For so months. I, I suggest oh, we go to same a thing. Magnets. Uh, a one one that isn't silver. Yep. So Jack Garen, Jack Flora, Silver yeah. Nakota. Uh, sorry, um, Lucy Nakota. Yep. Which one do you guys want to go first? Well, I've been waiting to have this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Garen. Set the scene the way you go. Okay. So, um, are we um in all Corvosa at this stage? Um, helping people out, looking into uh. That depends entirely on what, on how you want to do that. Keep in mind that it, it's six days minimum to pop into Old Corvosa. Yeah. So it's oh. entirely up to you. Um, if you have pursued that, if, if you're like going over there to live, then by all means you're in Old Corvosa. My main thing is just I'm trying to find out if we are... Because we talked about going over there to live as for a time, the time being while the quarantine's up as a party, and I'm just trying to find that out. But let us say either that we are we are or aren't doing that, and this is either before we do, or um, that we're not. Uh, sure. Not, because I don't think we want to be separated. So let's say this is before, this is the immediate aftermath of the cure. Cool. And, um... Yeah, Garen can be um, yeah, working, working around the forge, perhaps on the um, 
fabulous mithril armor, you've got a fresh investment of cash, a fresh investment of time. Yep. Because yep. it's probably been sort of, you know, sitting, du- getting dusty, and now you can polish it up. Oh, yeah, it never gets dusty. <laughs> Every night he, he polishes it and says it's a sweet lullaby before he goes to bed. This is instead of sleeping. Yes. And then, at home alone, polishing his armor again. <laughs> you might hear a little click noise, and then from an upstairs window, and then, um, uh, yeah, you can see uh, uh, on one of your high cupboards yeah, there is now a little dog sitting up there. Hey, Garen, what you doing? Uh, just working on the armor. It's it's really just no matter what I do to it, there's always just one little thing that needs to be fixed on it every time. <laughs> it's like I have to wait a certain amount of time and earn a certain amount of money to pay for it before yeah, it's finished. Yeah, we'll um, slide down and come and take a look and um, peer over and uh, ask you questions. <laughs> for a little bit. So I wanted to talk to you. It was kind of a month or so. It was, but it's been... Actually, I guess it's only been a couple of weeks, but it feels like longer. Bye. It's like four months. <laughs> Uh, the whole about that whole business with the were-rats. Ugh, this feels like a uh, kitchen table sort of conversation, I think. <laughs> Can there be food? Can there be food at the table? Oh, that's always for your lass. <laughs> oh my gosh, how much money are you making? <laughs> He's gamefully employed. He can afford to yeah. you know, pull out a He's table. got that moderate lifestyle. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can buy biscuits. Yeah. I use my free 10 GP to pull out a turkey. <laughs> Streets of Rage style, it's just fully cooked and sitting on my let, let me just get the turkey out of the wall. <laughs> so the turkey's as big as Jack is. I will contribute. I will contribute fresh buttered bread with my with my poor common lifestyle. To turkey go rolls. Turkey rolls. Let's see. Uh. We kind of got pretty mad and stuff. Aye, aye, we did. It's, um... Like... I know what you do is important. You know, being a paladin and stuff. I may not necessarily get it 100%, you know, because you and Flora are weird and not like normal people with you, you know, being holy and being good all the time and stuff. But I know it's important. Like, people need paladins. You might think that I'm trying to change you, but I'm not trying to change you. Oh, you know, I don't think I could because you're basically like carved out of one of those big stone statues. But even if I would, I couldn't. Yeah, people need paladins. It's just like, what do you think the laws for? What do you think of when you think of like the laws of the city and that kind of stuff? Ah, Garen sits back and does the traditional stroking on the bed as he puts some serious thought into this. And he says, Wallace, for me, I would say that the law the law is there to guide us. When I was still living with Mama Hester, you know, 
there were like 40 of us, 30 or 40 of us there at any other time. So the bigger kids kind of raised us, yeah. She couldn't be around. She did what she could for us. But, you know, there was a lot of us and only one of her. And, you know, because there were kids too, they used to try and scare us in the line most of the time. You know, and we had two boogeymen growing up. It was Black Lamb. That's why I was so surprised when I found out he was real. And the other one was the law. You know, the guard. Jack, eat your greens or you won't be fast enough. Uh, Jack, if you don't learn to pick pockets by that, better than that, the law will get you. That's what I think of. It wasn't easy for me going into Chrysidia's office that first time. Just, you know, walking in there. It's a crazy thing to do. Maybe she wasn't exactly like I thought. But the thing is, the law says that what we did was wrong, right? Stealing is wrong. But there wasn't any other way for us to eat. There was like 40 of us. And Mama Hester taught us the only trade that she knew. But if I'd got caught for it, well, you know what the punishment for thieving is in the city. It's not pretty. Those were rats. Just them being here is illegal. They live down in the sewers and they're were rats. People would kill them if they knew about them. I didn't mean to push you into doing something that you're not comfortable with. I don't want to break your weird moral code. It matters that you're there for people. You give people having paladins in the city gives people hope, and there aren't lots of them that will come to a city like Corvosa. I don't want to break. I don't want to screw up your weird moral code. But she came to me for help because something had to be done because someone needed to be killed because he was going to get them all killed. She could see that. But she couldn't kill him because he was her family. And because if she did, the others would turn on her. A community like that, loyalty to each other is all they got. But he was leading them, a lot of them straight up against the city and that had been minced. She needed someone to kill him for her. That was the long and short of it. And I should have made it clearer to you going in, and I'm sorry for that. But I don't have this big code that I follow. I'm just me. And mostly I just look out for me and I look out for people who are, you know, people I care about a bit and stuff. But if people who are, people who the law doesn't make provision for, people who the law doesn't count, people who always come last, if they ask me for help, I'm going to give it to them. And I'm going to give it to them whether it follows some city law or not. I'll check in with you better next time. But... We've got to do this better between us, you and me. Because we... I shouldn't have asked you along if that was going to... Because... Because sometimes there isn't any other way. See, <clears throat> I can see where you're coming from, lass. And despite my code of stodgy code of honour, <laughs> <laughs> you've known me to bend the uh, laws a few times since you've known me. I'm sure. <laughs> For example, 
he just looks up at the at a certain painting that's above the kitchen table. <laughs> and I can understand that the situation that they're in. But the thing is, I have to give people that second chance. Because we don't know what's gonna what is actually going to happen. We're not we're not gods. We can't see what the future well some of us can't see what the future would foretold. Clerics are okay. Yeah, well we're not Parisian fortune tellers either. Right. And it does break my heart that there's not more we can do for those for those who the Lord just don't seem to see. And then one of the hardest things you have to learn in my line of work at least is you can't help everybody. You can only help those that you have to reach. But the other reason why I wanted to give that Loud a second chance was for his sister. Because coming to nip to you, she was basically signing her brother's death warrant. And she's going to have to live for the rest of her life knowing she's a kinslayer. Now, you grew up not quite, you grew up not with blood. But I'm sure there were some some other of the lambs that you would consider family. Not the lambs. Not no one except Flora. You didn't bond. Some of the other kids from the orphanage, edge even that got caught with us. One or two of them ratted me out. He had a way of breaking down that kind of thing. But you know, before that, the other. The other Lewis kids, they were like, we were like, we were like a kind of family. And yeah, we never had any trouble like that poor girl did in our lot with somebody who'd gone mad. But it would have been really hard if we had. It wouldn't, but even for us, it wasn't the same situation as it would have been for them. We could have like dogged them in and tied them up or something. We could have dogged another kitty in and tied them up and left them for the law or something. We had more options than they did. But I get what you're saying. It's like... What I'll do is tell you more about what's going on up front. And then if you don't feel like it's something that you can go along with, then then you won't be stuck with it when we're down in the sewer having to make the hard choices all in a rush. Because... It's never going to be my way, but I get that it's what your lady wants, wants giving bad guys another chance. And I guess maybe some of them might turn out to be like Silver. I don't think it's going to be many, very many, but I didn't think you guys would t- talk all those Ashante into leaving, and I guess that worked out okay. But the main thing is, we may not agree about a lot of stuff, but, you know, you're important. I don't want to be, you know, I don't think I can. I, I really don't think I can you know, corrupt you or whatever. But I wouldn't want to if I could. Oh. But seriously, 
big granite statue. <laughs> not making it. Oh, why not no less? You're pretty important yourself, and you're given a second chance. I mean, you used to be just a straight rat before Flora, and now look at you. You're a hero of the bloody city. <laughs> yes, maybe I can do more than I necessarily thought. It's pretty funny, you know, that getting into that meeting with them all talking to us. I mean, they did just what I figured they would and, you know, sold all the people out and stuff. But it was a big deal that they let me into the meeting at all. <laughs> we are proud to be heroes of the city. And <laughs> <laughs> besides, he then claps her on one shoulder. You, you may be corrupting me a little. After all, those creep buds you get me a simple devilish. <laughs> Oh my gosh. He is very dead. <laughs> he is very dead. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay. Is that Dan's That's, that's Capsie. <laughs> yep. Okay. So, let's head for a Flora or a Lucy one. So. Yeah. Lucy, talk to Makoda. Yeah. Lucy, would like to talk to Makoda? Yeah. Sure. I've just decided for you. So, you go, uh, given that you want to talk to him away from Silver, what you probably do is go down to the Bard's Inn, where he's going to work periodically, sort of track him down on one of his working days. You sit, you have a few drinks while he does several numbers. Um, He steps down as a bunch of women run up to him. He, he sings several times and he steps yeah. down as a bunch of women run up to him and, you know, oh, that's the one. You know, I heard his, I heard his dragon mark. I heard the dragon mark guy had rainbow hair. Who cares? <laughs> 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 and he, he sort of, thank He's you. Thank you. Thank, thank you for coming, thank you for coming and listening. Oh, looks over, sort of sees you. Oh, excuse me, ladies, I... I fear that my evening is already spoken for. And they 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 all sort of Lucy, you see them all sort of looking at you. <laughs> if you had a car, bitch would be slashing your tires. <laughs> but Lucy just seems to attract bitchy girls. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was totally a silver trick. It's the curse you have for having such a high charisma. Yeah, well, it's got to be yes. a bit of a bitch being really hot and gay. It's like, <laughs> well, she's bi. Yeah, no, I mean, it's still, I mean, Nakoda. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like he's swimming in woman and yeah. doesn't want any yeah. of them. <laughs> and and Nakoda's very explicitly just gay. He's yeah. not bi in the yeah. slightest. Yeah, because that that would make it a lot easier to settle down with a wife and, and put out some kids for the good yeah, of the yeah. tribe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he comes over, sits down next to you. Lucy, nice to see you. Hey. Sorry, I hope you don't mind me using yeah. you like that. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. But You're it, used to having men it just works so effectively, no one would believe that I'd tur- no, no one would believe that I'd turn you down for them. <laughs> oh, oh, nice <laughs> He oh. lives with silver. <laughs> no, that, that wasn't. Yes, awful. yes, but yeah. I mean, he knows how to sweet talk. Well, yeah. well, that threw aside. Um, what can I do for you? Let's oh, put a shirt on. First, first of all, um, thank you for the castle. That was that was delicious. <laughs> yeah. Now he's no longer on stage. You buttoned his shirt. Yeah. Well, this is like Nakoda should get to spend. Yeah, Nakoda should spend spend at least ten minutes on screen in the entire uh, show with the shirt on. <laughs> yeah. It's always with the woman. Yeah. 
could just leave them open. You're most welcome. I thought it might help a little. It doesn't fix what Silver did, but there's only so much I can do to help him. Yeah. Um, and she swings the drink that she has in front of her, like, whole thing. Oh, well, <laughs> she tries. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I, I've been thinking about Silver. Sure. We've been traveling together, and Paul not talking with him thing is getting old. And I just, I just want to check. The the only thing I mean, I can I can forgive him for lying to me for so long, but the only thing I don't know is is he still lying to me? I keep thinking that I have this niggling suspicion that he's still talking to Kenneth. <laughs> Hey, can you roll me a sense motive check? <laughs> wow. You should be a grave digger because you just keep digging that hole. Man. I thought you were going to leave that as, as a bit of person. Nakoda actively gets a bonus to this because you are his favorite enemy. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> he's not favorite he's enemy. A, he's a ranger. Oh my god. He's a ranger. Yeah, let's see how much he rolled. Sense motive was 18. Um, I rolled pretty good. Yeah, plus zero. Yes. His is a 20. Oh! Because he has charisma and a favorite enemy. And favorite enemy mod is put him over the top. I know! What he's going to tell you is is pretty obvious to you. He he just goes very slightly blank at this. And he says says to you, Any questions? Any questions about Silver's secrets? I'm sorry. They're going to have to be between you and him. I can't step in like that. I, I'm here to help you both however I can, but uh, I can't speak on his behalf. Fair. Thanks, Nakota. I, and I so you, you don't pick yeah. up whether or not Nakota knows anything Dang about it. it. But what he openly tells you is, if Silver has secrets, I'm not going to tell them to you, because that's not my place. Yep. Jeez, I tried. Thank you. Thank you, Nakota. Um, I know that you're a good guy, and... You've been sticking up with him since he was model. And how how do you know if he is a good guy? He's grew up with that that bitch Octavia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you know that he's genuine, he's not lying to you? Because I've seen him trying years now the thing that you have to keep in mind about Silver is Silver is is remarkable he's kind, he's giving he's dashing, he's caring but he can also be a completely and utterly self-centered asshole who thinks the world revolves around nothing but him he's narcissistic well, someone told me I don't know what he thinks about Silver But to understand why he is that way and why he does the sort of things he comes he does, you have to understand where he's coming from. This is a man who has quite literally been raised to believe that he is the center of the universe, the light around which the entirety of all Corvosa revolves. Octavia has raised him from birth to believe that you're a man and he, he puts on this modern impersonation <laughs> he sits up at him and looks at his nose and goes that, that you're a man Dravius 
You're a Mandravius Mordell. You're a Mandravius Mordell. A Mandravius never backs down. A Mandravius wins every fight. A Mandravius is here to be served. A Mandravius knows best. A Mandravius knows everything. (laughs) These are probably quotes he's heard. Yeah. 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 It's... Octavia has always been somebody who's been very assured of her place in the universe. She's here to be served by the rest of us because she's the great Octavia Mandravius, true descendant of the great hero. Mm. Now, Silver, she's, as far as I can gather, she'd been raised by that, by her mother from, from her, from birth. And Silver's been raised by, like that as well. Everything has always been about being a Mandravius, about being the greatest. It's about, living with the expectation that everyone else in Corvosa is just there to serve your needs. When you consider that, look at him and look at his mother and look at what sort of man he is now and think about what sort of man he'll be in 20, 30 years when he's closer to her age. Gods only know that Silver isn't perfect. I could spend an entire day, <laughs> maybe even a week, listing off all his faults. Oh my god! <laughs> but what, brutal. what makes me believe in him is that he's trying. Do you know how we met? Well, not so much how yes. we met. We uh, hooked up. I mean, not not like that. Um, <laughs> but you can tell me. Uh, <laughs> even if it's really good. <laughs> What's the password involved? <laughs> At a party, he was he was studying at the he, he was studying at the Academy of Corvus, the High Academy of Wizardry. Got me got me got me a job working there, helping out with the place. Uh, not a wizard myself, obviously, um, but it was good work. And then there was the incident with Rolf. You've heard about this one? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. If it had just been me. That fat bastard Torgamore would have had me hung up from the nearest rafter in the time it took him to magic up a rope. Octavia would have listened carefully, thought about it. Tanith certainly would have thought about all the angles, and then Octavia would have hung me from the rope. Because as she said, and she said this to him right in front of me, that there's plenty of there's plenty of Shawante like us in the city, but there's only one of him because he was more Delmore okay. than previous. And he stood up to her. He stood up to her and he gave up a lot to keep me safe, to prove his point, to try and show his mother that I was something more than just another goddamn dirty Shawante in the city. He <coughs> sacrificed He sacrificed his position of power. All his servants, all his wealth, everything that he's ever enjoyed having. You think he's vain now. You should have seen him the first morning when he realized that he had to brush his own hair. (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness I know prestidigitation. (laughs) I swear if it wasn't for his magic studies, he'd have jumped out the window right then. (laughs) I believe you. But he gave up... He gave up his life every part of it that was important to him to save me and I've watched him do that same thing again for so many other people he looks after the kids in the neighbourhood you've seen him putting on this this blood veil aid that he's been doing for the last couple of weeks giving his time risking himself, exposing himself to all that disease getting sick again and again and again 
That's why I have faith in him. If he tells... I... Whether he's, whether he's lying about anything or not isn't the part that matters. The part that matters is whether or not... Not whether I believe in him, but whether I believe in him. And I do. Absolutely. Well... Wow. Let's drink to that. Drink. <laughs> and she downs it and goes, Well, you know, when I learned that he's that bitch's son, I tried... I tried really hard to hate him. I wanted to hate him so much. Oh boy, did you hate him. But then I just find myself that I can't, that fucking bastard, the beautiful bastard, <laughs> I just can't hate him. He gets into your heart, eh? Right here. <laughs> that bastard, that I can, bastard. <laughs> I can understand why you're good and mad at him. I mean, I, I told him that he should have told you. The dwarf told him <laughs> that he should have told you. That precious wee little gnome girl told him that he should have told you. Your level-headed friend Flora told him that he should have told you. I assume there's a bunch of other people that also told him that he should have told you. Someday I should be on the graves. <laughs> he wasn't trying to do it to hurt you, and... He wasn't doing it entirely just to avoid, just to avoid a confrontation. I guess he's just an idiot, then, isn't he? <laughs> I think we can all agree on that. One. <laughs> <laughs> Let's drink to that too. <laughs> I think wow, most of all, be landless by the end of this conversation. I think most of all, he was doing it because he didn't want to. He didn't want to lose you, and I can understand that because <clears throat> it can be really scary to risk losing your friends and your family when they find out who and what you really are. Maybe you have some. Maybe you have some understanding of that with your girl Sabrina. Yeah. Okay. I think I should go oh. and and be friends with him again. Maybe about five drinks later. <laughs> maybe you can walk me there. That sounds like a very good idea. Let me go get those drinks for you. He walks up to the bar. Uh, you're welcome to give me a perception check if you desire okay. to hear this or not. If you okay. don't care, perception. Uh, you are posing uh, a stealth of fourteen. Okay, fourteen. Now I have to so check whether he gets his favourite enemy bonus. Because <laughs> 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 if he does, he's complete. You know. cut her off. She's had too many. I can't remember what range of favourite enemies give you. God. <laughs> no, it does not give him stealth. Bluff, oh, listen, sense, motive, spot, yes. and survival. Okay, so you go up and you hear... I go even, like, at 14. He, he goes up to the bar and you see him make the, you know, more drinks, a lot of points at the table, etc, etc, and then he whispers something to the barman that you don't hear, but you do see him make the little pouring, pouring gesture that you recognise as being, you know, just water it down, water it down. <laughs> uh, the barman looks over at the extremely attractive woman that he's with, looks back at him, and says, are you sure about that? <laughs> Most blokes in here give me the other request. <laughs> and I could hardly blame you, I mean... Gotta water it down, water it down. <laughs> right, you're a paying customer. 
when he comes back, swap the electric lights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he, he, he's a bartender. He can't have that many guys to come up to him and go, there's this pretty girl that I'm drinking with, but I really, really want to make sure she doesn't get drunk. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you say so, but... <laughs> That's exactly what the bartender says. Just hey, your business, buddy. You know, turns his back slightly. Jeez, what is he gay or something? And they kind of just. <laughs> oh right, he's a bard. <laughs> Every day is like this for me. So I drink the drinks and then get Makuda to <laughs> Makuda to walk me to Silver's yep. place. Yep, which he will happily accompany yeah. me to. <laughs> And then I, I knock on the door loudly. It's Sabrina. And, and I shout, come on, you beautiful bastard. You come out now. Do I recognize the voice? Sure. It's Lucy. It's slurry. Do you recognize the voice? Have you only known her for like a year and a half? You look up for any falling pieces of armor. <laughs> Uh, I, I'll, I'll, I, I suppose Silver's probably on the top floor. He'll, he'll poke his head out the window and, and see Lucy and Nakoda there. Yeah. Nakoda. <laughs> Silver, I think you should come down and talk to Lucy. <laughs> come down, you And then there's this. Come down, you, and then there's the sound of, Lu- of Silver breaking out of the house. <laughs> let's, let's bring her inside and have a cup of tea. Oh, oh, she stumbles. Okay, simple dash down path. I can totally see sprints downstairs, you know, stops at the door, straighten the shirt, comb the air, yeah. comb the hair, you make sure everything's glassy, a little bit glassy around, and he takes the panties off the table. You, the <laughs> you, know, you know, you're less hesitant to answer the door for the Cinderland. Well, yeah. This bitch is scary. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's yeah. just a murderous, amoral psychopath who kills short This is Lucy. Lucy Knife Master. And then you open the door. <laughs> yeah, after one one more quick grooming of the hair and cracks open the door. Hi. Lucy and I were just having a few drinks and talking and we thought we could come and sit down and have a cup of tea with you. Yes. I'm gonna come in now and I'm gonna talk to you about being friends again. Okay. And Nakoda comes in, helps her to a chair, you know, checks she's all okay. She's um, a bit drunk. Yeah. In, <laughs> in the kitchen, very rapidly makes a couple of, make, makes three cups of tea. Yeah. You know, brings them back out and says, and says now we've had a few, we're, we're, looks to you and says, now we've had a few drinks, emphasizing the point. Um, puts the cups of tea down. Oh, and in fact, I'm I'm so hopelessly drunk that I've forgotten I have that thing with the queen, the the dwarf, the queen, the queen of dwarves. Yes, I have to go see the queen of dwarves okay, now. Get out of here, beautiful man. Go away. Chew. You're leaving your drunk woman. Yeah, I think has done his service for the night. I know she. I know she's safe with you. And he will step out, close the door, and then cut scene pans around the other side of the door. I hope he's safe with her. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. All right. Um, Silver will push the the teacup closer to her and and sit down on the table near her. Look, I'm really sick of this. Tiptoeing around with you being silent, 
not being friends anymore. It's terrible. You should stop doing this. By the way, you have a great man up there. Keep him. <laughs> keep, uh, keep him forever. Nakoba. Yeah, he, yes, he, but you want the abs. You know what? <laughs> keep, keep him. I have a face. <laughs> <laughs> very as well. Has the camera actually ever seen his face? <laughs> no, no, you totally see it. It's, a, it's at the top and it pans well, down. Well, he's, he's explicitly got very long hair, so the hair yeah. just goes down to here, so you've got like hair yeah. ab. <laughs> yeah. He, he has a, a, a face and a name. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Right, right. Keep him, you know. Like the, the strong arms and. <laughs> but legs. The thing is, it's been. And ter- hair. It's been, I just can't bear it. Just yeah. not talking to you anymore. I was. As I told, told Makura, I, I tried to hate you so much because I hate that bitch Octavia. Sorry, it's your mum. But. <laughs> <laughs> but. I, I thought, you know what? That's now that lamb's gone. That's there is no point anymore. There is no point hating. What at all? Not you anyway. Well, uh, I'm glad that you don't hate me anymore. Um, I'm glad that's over. Is it though? You know, I always believe that you've got some. Like after you told me that that your secret, I my thought just wandered around everywhere. I thought that you'd be just lying to us all along, and you've been secretly working with your parents all along, still talking to your mom and dad reporting about us, scheming, and then, and then I talked to, and then I thought, wait, like, Nakura seems to be a good person, why would he stick around with you, if that was the case? So I had a chat with him, and it turns out that he, he believes in you, he believes in your goodness. So I thought I like to believe in you. <laughs> it's a, it's we're, a, being, so we're not disrupting. Yeah, we're <laughs> being <laughs> Anyway, it's it's just all the awkward business of not talking while we're adventuring together and everything. That's just been creating me. It's just it's it's been bad. So it has been. It's upset me a lot. It, it did more than upset me. I, I, I honestly, after talking to everyone else in the group, and everyone accepted me pretty much without any fight. I thought, well, maybe this whole Mandravius thing was no big deal. I thought, perhaps it was time. Perhaps I made a, an impact on you as Silver that you believed in me. And I thought, hey, let's 
finally get this over and done with. I don't like hiding things from you. And then you tried to hurt me. Then you sent Sabrina after me. I didn't. Then you killed Seriously. me. What? Okay, that was... <laughs> that was not me. Technically, that was my magic. You, that you, was you, not me. Your, your emotions control your magic, though. But it doesn't control my magic. I just don't... It does. It doesn't. The only time, the only time it happens... The only time it happens is when, you're, is when your emotions are out Look, control. we're arguing again. I don't, I don't want to argue anymore. But it's... it's it's important because things things are complicated. It doesn't have to be. I know it doesn't have to be, but I can't trust telling you secrets. What does that mean? There are still secrets. But the secrets aren't something that you need to worry about. They're not me betraying you. They're just secrets. They're secrets that right now, the way that your mind thinks, you just blow completely open out of proportion. I, I, I can't talk to you about these things, and it's probably safer if we're not friends. Are you saying that there is... You, you'd rather not be friends because of your secrets? No. I really, I really want to be friends with you. I... But how can we be friends if I can't trust you? Because trust, trust is more than knowing every secret about me. Trust is having faith in me. And I don't believe that you have faith in me yet. I can't. How can I? Faith has to be earned. Exactly. But what have you done to earn my faith? I've been here by your side this whole time. I have helped you. I've I've given I've given my magic. I've given my voice. I've shielded you with my body. I've I've, I've tried so much. I've done everything I can. Everything but keeping the secret, whatever that is. Okay, fine. The secret isn't something that... At the end of the day, I what you see in front of you, the silver, silver rose that you see in front of you, this is all real. But part of who I am, I've, I have history that hasn't fully closed, hasn't fully walked away. I'm still dealing with it. And until I can trust that I can talk to you without you blowing up at me again, I can't talk to you about those things. So I can't. And you need to, I don't want to force you to accept that. Are you saying that you can't be my friend because I I can't control my magic? I'm not Is saying that. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that I can't tell you secrets because of that. 
it's the same thing. It's not the same thing. You know what? It's it's hard to understand this. Maybe maybe we're not quite ready. And she walks away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Lucy. Yeah. She well, goes back Silver, to the bar. Silver's, Silver's going through a lot of hurt at the moment as well because he wants to talk to her, but he can't trust her. And so, um, I'm so glad I'm not in the world because I would be shaking Silver so hard right now. <laughs> Nakoda is basically has, has literally gone off to sort of lurk in an alley. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, sees Lucy go out past him, you know, and then doesn't knock, just lets himself in because it's his house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Walks walks right in, you know. Sees Silver sitting at the table, gives him a big smile. So? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm right there with you, Nicole. Oh, I'm three. right there with you. <laughs> that's three of us. Okay. She's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not ready. Yeah. And Obviously not. So. And it's about what you need. <laughs> no, this has been. This is more than you can see on the surface. I, you, you know how she attacked me when I I told her who I was, right? Yes. And then she got Sabrina on me. I didn't think she'd sent Sabrina beat you, I thought Sabrina had come of her own will. Alright. Why would she do that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I suppose, yeah. And then later on, Lucy actually killed me with her magic. <laughs> killed you would be a strong way of putting it given that you didn't die. Yeah. Are you actually trying to tell him that you died and got resurrected and he's unaware of it? No, no, no. I, I died and essentially I got brought back by my goddess or something. That, that's that's are you intending that is... to make this up? No. Right. He, no. Know, he, he knows what death feels like. He's, yep. he's been brought to death's door. And yep. you, you, were, you were injured. Yes. Yes. No. No, I was brought down to, to minus the... ten and then brought back to minus five. With the hag... No, with no. the fireball. No, at, no. at minus ten, you'd have been dead. Yeah. yeah. And the party would have needed to have raised dead at you. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. That was the fireball didn't. put me below ten, and then I used a fake card uh, and stopped myself oh, from dying. Yeah. So, no, the, the hero point does not represent you actually died and then came back to life. The hero point represents actually the fireball wasn't bad enough to kill you. Oh, okay. By some combination of luck, your heroic awesomeness, and your dodging oh, skill. Oh, okay. I misunderstood what that fu- that hero point was then. I thought it was just a kind of a. a, 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 a get out of death free card. Well, not so much yeah. a get out of death free card, but something, something intervened from, from that and brought you kind of. Back to an area where you were no, minus it's five. not yeah, divine intervention. It, it's pretty much some some manner of combination of skill, luck, and fate means that it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Mm. You know what should have been a lethal blow merely turns into a horrendous one. Okay. So say instead that she damn near killed you. Damn near yeah. killed you. Yeah. She, she she nearly killed me. Like this was this was just like 
This was during our, our last fight. That was, that was what, a week ago? Yeah, so now Silva thinks that Lucy deliberately did that. Mm. She she still she still feels this, she feels still feels hate towards me. Yeah. I would think you of all people would know what it's like to have magic in you you can't necessarily control. We don't all get to choose what our blood gives us. Some of us are just born into circumstances. I know, but she wants to know everything. And the thing is, I still have secrets. I still have secrets that right now she'll blow up at me again about. She'll try and kill me again. We'll just do this cycle again. I, I can't handle doing this cycle every time I have a secret that I can't tell her. I, I can't handle it. How many secrets are you planning on keeping from her? Only the ones that I can't tell her. <laughs> That's a very silver line. Yeah. I don't yeah. think at that point Nicola yeah. gives up and goes to bed. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, both of you need to see Dad. Yeah. Okay. Maybe yeah. me. I think it's time for bed for you, Silver. And I was only really pretending to be drunk, so I'm I'm going to go to the bar now. <laughs> <laughs> This is already the bit. <laughs> okay. Alright. I think if I reach my mind, Silver does need a vigil. <laughs> <laughs> that's that scene, um, resolved. Yep, oh. unbearably depressing note, shall we call it that? Well, we can oh. go to something else if you. Yeah, if anyone has anything cheerful to write in our spirits, that would Flora? be. Flora? It's something. Right. So, we have several things that involve Flora. Yeah, well, Flora's always cheerful. Let's yeah. something with Yes, um, let's go to Flora. Flora wants to talk to Jack about Lamb's death. No, Jack um, wants to talk to Flora about Lamb's death. And I don't want to do that one right now. Yep, Flora wants to um, publish the Cure notes in the Jagara University Library, is what I have written down. Yeah. Which are, that was what you were talking about earlier, wasn't it? You want to write them down, uh, sorry, transcribe a copy for the library and then tell Rack Moscow that he can have his originals back and send them to him so he doesn't come looking for them after everyone's dead of old age. Yeah. So that's probably so trivial it doesn't require... Um, it doesn't necessarily require a thing. You just need to know. <coughs> um, I'll cross that off my list. You wanted to <coughs> talk to the were-rats about vampires. Yep. Okay. So you have no direct method of tracking them down, but you're also in no mad hurry for this. So it's kind of literally like leaving a bunch of notes in <laughs> trash cans around the areas where I'm you think they might be. Um, and at some point you hear behind you oi miss and it is Eris Yellow Eyes the little weird rat girl looking like a young girl hello Eris she says who you were looking for me what can I what can I what can I do for you Evans now you've done enough for me and mine you need to know that the vampire has left with all his spawn but the Whereats, your community needs to know in case those vampires or others come back what they can do. And info dump to her. Yep. How Nosferatu yep. work, yeah. all she, the stuff that she you found out. listens to this. So strange control the rats then. Yeah. But they can't control us. No. So. But we can speak to the rats. So if they turn up again, We'll know. Yeah. 
I'll I'll keep my eyes out and well it's it's a bit of a kerfuffle down there but um for some reason I've found when you tell folk what to do some of, a lot of them just do it so people will listen to me if I if I tell them to keep an eye out for that sort of thing yes. the power of command yeah <laughs> so we're right with command <laughs> I just want to make sure you and you also say as safe as I can make you be. Well, we're going to be a damn sort of safer now. We don't have to worry about... We are not so much the plague directly, but anyone coming down to sort us out, burn out the burn out the rats, clog up the sewers, any of that sort of thing to try and get rid of it. Bloody glad to hear what we, what we, read, in, what we read in the paper. She pulls out a soggy paper. <laughs> well, here you've got a big shiny dragon mark and everything. <laughs> You should find Jack. I'm sure she'd love to show it to you. Do you have one I can see? Sure. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you not to take yourself on it. You know, I've really felt the unsung heroes of the city. Never mind, I'm not getting one. <laughs> <laughs> but one day. One day. <laughs> All right. All good. Rats, the sort of rats are on the lookout for Operation Vampire. If Vampire comes back into the city; they will tell you. Awesome, great plan. Okay. Okay. And we can knock it off there, or we can do smaller things like Treasure Division and that sort of thing. Treasure Division Depends probably what people should be done do. tonight. Yeah, let's get that out of the way. Uh, okay. Oh, I keep feeling tired. Oh, just yeah. If it's too much like hard math, yeah. we can just knock it on the head. Yeah. Now. Let's not do that tonight. Yeah. Okay. We'll do it first thing next time. So <laughs> the were rats are on the lookout for vampires. Um, we still have a bundle of inter-party scenes. The big date with Sabrina. Yeah, yeah. Uh, will need that. <laughs> Marcus Indra's officially mandated holiday. A bunch of people going and talking to Blackjack. It's all excitement and all go. Downtime in Corposa. Yeah. Dom, dom, dom.